presented a survival podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survived the apocalypse so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Gordo. <laughs> yeah, so I'm joined by Gordo again this week. Uh, Hello, everybody. Shane is not here. Lord of Mercy. <laughs> Lord of Mercy. You haven't actually been on this show for... I think two or three months. Since the Ouija board. Well, that was October. That was far longer than two or three months. Yeah, I, I have not spent the time. <laughs> well, I was... I, I spent the last year in college, so every day has been identical. Yeah. Like, same true. shift, same seat, and same I've, lunch. We've been sitting across from each other quite a bit, because I've been on, like... Yeah, you've been on a few Those Conspiracy Guys episodes. Since then, yeah. I'm Gordo from Those Conspiracy Guys, though, for anyone that <laughs> doesn't know who I am. Yeah, there's not a chance. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Scottish Jim is there like, I know him! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I done the White Press Play stuff which is your new podcast yeah great crack we had uh, i released one uh the last one was misery starring kathy bates and james can on white press play and it was really good crack like it's it was almost like a survival episode as well, yeah, well like I what was, would you do if that's a what crazy was, bitch fucking broke your legs yeah i was <laughs> thinking after like yeah we should just do a, a misery episode yeah. is it too soon after white press yeah play? it's way too soon yeah. yeah i just give you the episode we did and you can just if you just recorded record a next for 15 minutes yeah. of like well you know if he had a bug out bag he'd have been able to do this like, i think um i think the the, the white press play thing is doing quite well it's not doing as well as i thought it would because you know hubris but um <laughs> i haven't been putting as much effort into it i hasn't got the website isn't up yet and stuff because i just finished my thesis uh handed it in on fake news which was I think pretty on the nose. Yeah. And uh, right up until the last minute, I was writing about like, and then in Charlottesville and just today in Berkeley, some people were, you know, (laughs) yeah. and so the guy is going to be reading it going like, when the fuck did he stop writing? Like, this is right up to the last second. Um, So I I haven't been putting as much into white press play as I should be, but those conspiracy guys and uh, white press play are going to take off off like a rocket. And we have a live show coming up soon. Yeah. Um, the generator in Dublin. So anyone in, in Ireland who wants to come and see us, uh, I'm sure you'll be there, Johnny. Will you? I crack? will be. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a little live show. Uh, me and Paul and Eamon and maybe a few of the other heads. And what date is that? That's the 14th of September. 14th in generator. Of September. And there's only maybe, Jesus, I don't even know if there'll be tickets left. There probably isn't. Yeah. No, yeah. There's only there was only 60 tickets because it's a small enough room. It's in the cinema in the, in the generator, and uh, it's going to be a multimedia experience. And then we have a giant humongous live show like a, a monsters those of con- pod yeah. show like. those conspiracy guys it's like <laughs> you can use uh, that name huh? <laughs> monsters of pod it's like a fucking uh uh what is it traveling wilburys of podcasters <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh so we're we're doing a big massive live show on pod the 10th stock. of october oh, pod Podstock. Be a great there you go. festival name loads of hash cakes yeah uh if you download them they will come but they have uh they have uh, the sugar club booked out anders couple of hundred tickets for that one yeah. so they're all available there on eventbrite or you can get them on our facebook page and that is those conspiracy guys that's on the 10th of october and if i update our website i'm sure there'll be a link on <laughs> yeah. ours too. well you guys are joining us we're doing a yeah a survival adventure yeah i'm looking forward to that do the people know about it already no no they won't well uh, m- m- me P- paul kelly who's the the other conspiracy guy uh johnny i don't know about shane He's getting back to me. He's getting back to you. Um, and then we have Paul and Jerry from Not Another Fake Newscast coming over from Scotland in their car, even with a trailer of stuff. 
Yeah, driving from Scotland. Driving from Scotland. Old waters won't yeah, get in their way. The Giants Causeway. And uh, we're going camping. We're going to do, I think, I, I hope to do the Larry Murphy Trail, <laughs> which is uh, following the trail of uh, you know, dead body, dead yeah. body sites all through the Wicklow Mountains. And then uh, having a camp. And then we're going to set up camp and do a few, uh, I don't know, gear reviews yeah. and... Maybe some parlor games in the surely in the I forgot the name the Hellfire Club, <laughs> the Hellfire Club. yeah on, sa- on Saturday on that's on Friday night we're going up to Wicklow and uh, try and do some like survival stuff like f- starting fires and do we actually have the chops if some shit went down could we make it in I can the answer wild? that now no I I I would probably last the longest because I have the most like fat so that I could yeah like technically I could stay like obviously without water for seven days you're stone dead but. Um, we're going out. I I have the skills, you know. I used to be a scout. I have all those uh, not tying. Oh, okay. Certificates. Mm. <laughs> so I could just tie the tie the rope that will that I will hang myself with when I run out of food. You can make sure it's going to work. Yeah, You're not exactly. just going to fall it's through like, it and break your ankles <laughs> like, and uh, just be left some castaway like with some broken leg shit. Yeah, yeah. Lord of Flies. And uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff that's been sent by the generous, generous uh, fans of Disaster Artists, those conspiracy guys, and not another fake newscast. Yeah, it's mad so, that people actually mad. send stuff. You're mm. mad, you hear? It's, I think, Christine, uh, Rachel, uh, uh, who else? There was some notes on it, was, uh, there wasn't notes on other ones. Uh, yeah, because some of them are anonymous. It's weird. Yeah, there's loads that didn't have like names on it. Christine and Rachel sent a bunch of stuff. Uh, Sophie Jackson sent some stuff. Uh, loads of people sent stuff. And it's all like <laughs> massively appreciated. Yeah, I yeah. had no idea it was going to happen. We put it up on Amazon wishlist. And I guess you're going to put the link in the It'll be in the description right? of this episode, yeah. So you hit the wishlist and you buy some stuff. Like we got a fucking tent and there's like water bottles and little cookers and... Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen a lot of them now. There's a bag over. Yeah, um, we're, a big ass bag. Gordo's going to show me what came after this. I'm looking forward to it. I did see there's a mad big Bear Grylls canteen at the top of that bag. And at the bottom of the canteen, you, there's a little yoke you pull off and you can boil water. So you can pull water out of like a lake, oh, nice. run it through a filtration system, boil it to get the bacteria out and put it back in the canteen and drink it. It's fucking survival, nice. man. Um, but it was amazing like it's fucking survival man great quote that's what it is <laughs> Bear Grylls and uh, yeah like I was really delighted to get all that stuff so so we're going to test all that out review it all yeah it's all going to be up on the Disaster Artist YouTube channel right yeah yeah <laughs> I'm going to make sure it is I'm going to fucking make sure it is and then we're going to do a bunch of vlogs and stuff as well leading up to the production of the yeah, uh, yeah. live show so that's for the live show on the Sugar Club you and me are going to do we have a three hour show and me and Johnny and hopefully Shane and yeah. the other lads, we're going to do kind of a 45 minute testimonial of what it was like to be out in the forest. Could we survive? And we're also going to ask the audience some survival questions. Yeah, and- yeah. I was thinking as well, like well, I can cut this out, but uh, another good like segment for us to do would be sort of, per- you know, preparing for disaster, like how to per- pack the perfect bug out bag or oh, something. Oh yeah, what would you put, what would you have to put in it? Yeah, yeah. And, and make a list from suggestions in the audience. Ex- well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a good interactive thing. So if you are coming to the live show, have a suggestion in your head, maybe something that somebody else hasn't That's the That's the big yet. one, like, yeah. I like the ones that you wouldn't take, because everybody thinks, well, obviously you're going to have flashlights and yeah. matches and stuff. But, but we wouldn't you- think about stuff like to put in a bug out bag, like tampons. Like, what happens if you meet a lady and she's like, hey, it's it's the apocalypse and I'm, you know, 
and you're all like, there you go, baby. You can have them. No strings attached. Yeah, you can be the hero without having to, like, kill a raider. Exactly. Or, like, if you had a bunch of, like, sanitary towels, they could be used, like, to bind wounds and stuff like that. Like, But it's something that we wouldn't think of because they're not products that are in our yeah, life yeah. experience every day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm has stuck with me where you use it to stop a nosebleed. <laughs> yeah, it could be done. Do you know? Like, put the wound together, super glue, and then, like, a fanny pad on the... Put it on the thing and then tie it down with... <laughs> I guess that's what we'll have to... For the end of this... When this episode ends, we'll have to, like, come up with something you would add to your bug-out bag for this week's scenario. Brilliant. Every week, you add an extra thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think, like, you'd be much more likely to be, like, raiding, uh, you know country pub bathroom uh uh sanitary towel dispensers like think about like when you're looking for stuff in the apocalypse you're not you're going to supermarkets everyone fucking go there you're going to hardware stores everyone will go there going into the public bathroom that's a good in a country pub you could fuck the machine off the wall right what it has in it is a whole bunch of mints yeah tic tacs so you could at least have fresh breath in the apocalypse yeah right I'm sure there's some nutritional value. As well, but minimal. Like one, <laughs> one calorie per Tic Tac. Yeah, yeah, But I mean, like, fresh breath is, will Essential. be overrated in the future. Yeah, it's yeah. a luxury item. And then the second column is a fucking bunch of condoms that you can use for protective sex or, indeed, carrying water or putting over your hands to, you know, stop for if you had to deal with any yeah, kind yeah. of infectious, infectious shit. Carrying water is a great... Because they're... they're, they're Sturdy, yeah. strong, at least if they're Fill them with water, put reliable. them in a bigger net bag or like yeah. a pillowcase. And you can carry like a whole pillowcase of water from somewhere to another place. Yeah, you barter it. Condoms, man. Yeah. Are in the next column then on the machine. They'll probably on be the, the currency. like Johnny's, a, a, yeah. A Johnny of war. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Hey, I like that. Uh, I like that dark chocolate you got that I trade you two Trojans for, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the guy was mixing. And then the third row in the machine in the pub. I love the concept of instead of bottle caps, like it's in Johnny's. Fallout, it's just condoms. And your man's holding up to the light, like looking for holes. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, this one is puncture, man. And in the third row, then is just a bunch of like sanitary towels. Obviously, you go to the women's bathroom for that yeah, one, but yeah. like bop the third thing open and it's all, you know, because I mean, vibrating cock rings are not going to be that useful in the apocalypse, right? You could probably make a weapon out of it. Yeah, or just like... You know, put them on your dick. Yeah. Because pleasure is going to be a rarity in the apocalypse. But I'm just saying, like, those things maybe wouldn't be in, within our field. Well, you'd at least be able to pull experience. the battery out of those rings. Exactly. Like, use the, use the rings to tie the Johnnies with the water in it. Uh-huh, yeah. But what, what I mean is, like, for people coming to the show to have an idea that something that somebody. <laughs> I forgot that's how somebody else hadn't, that's, my, that's my gift. That somebody else hadn't thought of to go, like, hey, what about. That's an blah, excellent point. You know? Uh, so I'm really looking forward to the live show. It's going to be great crack. The lads of Scotland are coming over. We've never met them before, only online. Um, they could be like giant heads on tiny bodies. I, yeah, I've only seen them from the neck down. <laughs> Have you ever met someone even known on the internet before? <sighs> yeah, it went. It didn't go well. I'm sure these guys are going to be, <laughs> you know, fine in real life. It's <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's it, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. There's, it's something we've never done before, and I, I'm looking at like loads of uh, content we're going to have a practice run kind of in the generator uh, and there's 60 stalwart hardcore fans that are going to come to that yeah, yeah. and it's going to be a multimedia experience we're going to watch a video and say what do you think of that we'll here watch this one we're going to have a look at Zapruder maybe and, and talk about some little bits and maybe look at some of the footage from these Antifa riots or uh, look at some stuff about micro expressions and lying from uh, certain people oh, like nice. presidents and 
a bit of Trump doing the the whole 666 thing. Maybe look at Katy Perry and some monarch uh, mind control. That's just stuff I've been looking over this yeah, week. Yeah, Reagan being told for. to wrap it up from yes, a banker. from the bankers. <laughs> this, these kind of little clips that you might see and they, they kind of seem disjointed or whatever. And uh, I have a shitload of documentaries to recommend. And I might even, for the big show, I want to even put together a little kind of a, a booklet or something like a keepsake, a oh, takeaway cool. that you can bring home with you. With a program. Uh, like. A program, yeah, with yeah. little stories and little bits cool. and bobs in it and pictures of what we look like in case uh, you see us in the Conspiracy street. guys team the crossword puzzle at the yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to make that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like if you could get somebody to do the uh, Where's Paul, like Where's oh, Paul? Make an actual Where's Paul. For the back of it. If anyone listening out there wants to volunteer to do that. I'd appreciate If it. I had the art skills to do that. Because I'd love to do like the, the, the Where's Wally style Kennedy assassination. Love in it. The, the car, like in Dallas. And just you have to find Paul. With the babushka lady and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's a book. That's like a whole book. It could be done. It's not yeah. that I haven't thought of it before. Uh, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had... I've had Kubrick ha- faking the moon landing. Yes, you just have the entire course. Hollywood set. Like, and Paul's Paul. peeking out from behind the shuttle. But it seems, it seems to be... Um, kind of ramping up now at the moment now that I finish college I'm going to smash the shit out of this show and uh, hopefully be on Disaster Artists a bit more yeah now that I have time multimedia mogul in the making it's four M's but I'm really looking forward to making these videos these survival yeah yeah kind of it'll videos. be really good starting some fire from scratch and stuff yeah we're going to have I think we have like nine different ways to start a fire there's nine separate uh, products that will start fire like there's a flint Ones there's like a little thing in a light uh, in a like a key ring. Mm. I have like waterproof matches. I have magnesium matches. There's loads of different um, ways to do it. So each mm. of us will try and start a fire and see which one is the best way to do it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be really good. That kind of stuff. Now speaking of fire, ah, this week we're doing a song of ice and fire or Game of Thrones as the adaptions based on. I don't think we ever I ever said at the start what we were actually doing this week. Ah, then you in the title. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys know. Sometimes uh, when I release an episode, I leave the title vague and I change it after 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, the Disaster Artists episode of Caddyshack. Because <laughs> I was going to call this episode a pod of ice and fire. Oh, nice. I'm sure there's a podcast named that. If there isn't, what are you yeah, doing? what are you doing? Get it out there. We've only like one season left. Before. Yeah, yeah. And eight episodes, man. Seven was this season. Seven and eight episodes next season. All in oh, you're about to be really disappointed. Is it six? It's six. Oh my God. Do you, do you want me to disappoint you even further? What? It's going to be in 2019. I, that's okay. Oh, okay. I thought that. Because I heard that. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's okay. No, I think they're leaving it long so that all the old ones will get rewatched. Yeah, I'd say the next season is going to require a lot of post-production and yeah, that's what's of, going to take because dragons they're definitely not stalling it for the shooting of it because that'd make no sense to leave those sets up there for an extra year unused yeah. it just cost more so like because I, I know somebody working on it and i think they're starting in october anyway yeah i'm sure they could film all the filmy bits yeah but it's just the computer work like that's it depends it. on how much money people are going to throw at them like the more money you throw at it the quicker it gets done right well, yeah, that's always the way. So, I mean, seven seven episodes, and there weren't uh, uh, for this new season. Like this episode is strictly about season seven, I guess. Uh, well, it's kind of about the world in general. I don't, right. yeah, but we're seven is so fresh. I think yeah. we're going to be talking a lot about that mm, every Monday morning, baby. Yeah, and most of the uh, before I looked at Reddit, even because I was like, I don't want fucking spoilers or anything, like you know. Yeah, I streamed. I, I watched one of them live. 
Right, cool. Which is a nice, a nice feeling to like. It's rare. Yeah. Pe- people don't do that shit no more, and I think it's yeah, it's taken away from the. I think the communal enjoyment of television because, it, yeah. like before, you knew something was on and everyone watched it the same day. So if it's something like Game of Thrones where it's like spoiler heavy, you know, like you go into work on Tuesday and everyone's talking about it because if you haven't watched it on Monday, tough shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's why it was with Lost back Lost in the day. You went to well, school the next very day. Very mysterious. If you if you missed it on the Monday yeah. night and you went to school Tuesday morning, tar- expect spoilers. Like tough shit. That was the time where you couldn't say, "Oh man, don't spoil it. I haven't yeah. watched it yet." You couldn't get away with that. No, because it, that, that that asynchronous television consumption hadn't yeah. been really regulated or, or widespread. Same with Breaking Bad as well. There was like revelations in Breaking Bad where people were like don't talk to me don't talk to me yeah but now people I don't think like experience TV the same way and a show that's this good kind of forces people to do that yeah so like you know at some point like for for a show like I don't know any of the shit that's on Netflix now like I'm watching Ozark at the moment which I heard that's is very good and you could nearly do an episode of Disaster Arts on it it's nice. fucking Whopper. It's kind of like Fargo, isn't it's it? Fargo meets Breaking Bad. Nice, that's good. And starring Jason Bateman, who's oh, Michael really? Bluth, who's Michael Bluth from Arrested Development, and he he directs all the episodes. It's fucking unreal. Okay. It's unreal. Basically, it's a banker dude who has to launder money for a drug cartel, right? And he does it in the Ozarks, which is like the lake in Missouri. And it's, yeah, yeah. the quote is, it's got as much coastline as the whole state of California, right around this lake, like 1,106 miles coastline. And you could watch that anytime. You could watch it five years ago, you can watch it in five years time. And it won't be spoiled because it's not one of those shows that just took over the world. Yeah. Like yeah. Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul or any of these more recent ones, like, like Lost back in the day or, or you know, and you can watch it anytime. Sopranos, you can watch it anytime. It's not, you know, it can't be spoiled. Yeah. But because there's such a, um, I, I, I don't mean it as a derogatory term, but there's such like a nerd culture around Game of Thrones and there's like, uh, you know. A fandom, a, like it's fandom, fandom, but it's like, like it's on Reddit, like I, 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 I'm on Free Folk, you know, that subreddit. Yeah, yeah. And they're making loads of memes and stuff like that. You know, I made a meme about... I love Game of Thrones memes. <laughs> I made a meme about Theon because he took some baiting off that guy. Uh, Haggard is the, your man's name that he bed up yeah, on the beach yeah. in the last episode. And he took a baiting and I made like a Mayweather meme out of it. Like, and people <laughs> were all like, hey, like it's... it. People know the crack. So you can make those like super meta jokes. Yeah, Which yeah. is the, the joy of it, right? And if you want to get them, you have to watch the episode. <laughs> right, if you don't want to get spoilers, like you know what happened to Aidan Gillen, uh, who who plays uh, Littlefinger. Littlefinger. If you don't want to know, kind of, what's you know his what? actual name? Bellish, Lord Bellish, Bellish, yeah. Bellish. And uh, if you don't want to know what happens to him, like do you know, <laughs> like even in the first season, how many how many m- mad things happen, and it set a precedent for like yeah, some yeah, wild yeah. shit's going to go on here. We, we're not we don't follow the formula of a normal TV show where the, the kind of the stakes are, the stakes of death are removed. Like I was watching those, some of those Marvel things like the flash or Jessica Jones on, you're like, this is fucking bullshit, man. Like these cunts won't die because I know they're going into a, a, a franchise later on or the four. So the, like the emotional and physical threat, the stakes were too low. I was like, Meh. yeah, yeah. 
So the yeah, stakes no, were very low and the any... action was very low. Well, so either have huge action and low stakes or really high stakes and you can have very low action like in Breaking Bad because the stakes yeah. were so high because anyone could die at any point. But but the whole point of what I'm saying is like when you're watching stuff on Netflix, it's asynchronous. It's not the same as anybody else. You can watch old shows. You can watch shows that no one's ever watched before. Like I haven't watched that newest season of The X-Files. But I know no one's going to spoil it for me because you kind of can't, but also it hasn't reached as big a fandom to be talked about all the time. But something like Game of Thrones is a tour de force of TV that you have to... And it I, brings people back to the old way of TV where you watch it all on a Sunday night or a Monday morning yeah. and then straight away you go on the internet and you talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and I think that's a great thing just because I don't think TV should be binge-watched, no. really. Because I think what happens, and I've done it myself if I binge-watch, and I do a lot of Netflix stuff because yeah. they drop it all at the same time, it's 13 episodes. Once you hit episode 7... You're out. You're your out and you're going through the motions. Yeah. And you're looking on your phone. You're, but you're, and you're now watching it just to get just to find out what happens and you're really not taking it in. Like, I remember watching, like, Dexter week by week, and then you'd muse over it, like, oh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. You could have that week to think about it. was like that with Lost. I watched the first season and a half in Estonia in, like, 2004. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw it on TV, and I was watching the first few episodes, like, in with Russian overdubs. <laughs> and I was like, hey, this actually is quite good. So then I went and downloaded the whole first season, watched them all in English. And then from that time, I was week to week to week anticipating it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I was exactly. Like, oh, come on. Like, I, I was living in Dublin by the time season six rolled around and I was downloading the episodes going, brilliant! Like, it was and I, amazing, you know? And I bet, cause it, and it's why I brought up Dexter, if you were to watch that, if you were to binge that, you would realise it's not a very good show. I watched them all again in maybe 2013 or 14, all in like the space of two, maybe a month, maybe two, maybe yeah, six yeah. weeks. And how was it? Meh. Yeah, like I rewatched the first few seasons of Dexter and I was like, because okay. I knew as well though, I knew what was happening maybe if it was something that I didn't know what was happening because I knew who the others yeah. were and I knew what the other island was and I knew there was no suspense well, I even watched the not knowing. I even watched Dexter having read the first the first book so yeah. I was still aware but then rewatching the season like as a binge I was like oh like this is actually not that well made like Dexter's well, pretty good but that's why I think Game of Thrones for season 7 is such an appeal because it's surpassed the writing of the books like The Winds of Winter hasn't dropped yet right no but do you surpassed like in, in, in time in scale oh in time okay yeah so yeah. the story now whoever's in the lead like before the TV show was playing catch up yeah and now the TV show is setting the setting the pace yeah The Winds of Winter will, and I think that's another another reason why it's not going to be released in 2019 is because George George Martin wants to get his his book out his, he wants to get the saturation of sales for that book yeah, because yeah, people yeah. will want to know what's going to happen but then like he still has another book after that that's the thing so will he have time to finish both not and sure. then release it at the same time who knows man no he only like the last book only came out like what two years ago he has, to, he has to hurry the fuck up then um, I, they're already going their own direction but just now that you bring up like them passing out the books I think they, there definitely has has been a drop off in the writing since they once they got past where yeah. he was on the books you can tell like the writing just changes it turned into a TV then I would equate it to the the like seasons one to five were a beautiful night out with an elegant lady you have dinner just dancing cocktails you talk about life you know you, you you sit on the bonnet of your car and you look at the cloudless starry sky you know and just melt into each other's arms 
Then you go home driving and your favorite song comes on the radio. And both of you acknowledge that it's both of your favorite songs. There's a, a connection of souls, you know, and then you go home and it, it, by candlelight, she just gently like lets the, the dress just slip off her shoulder and she just shakes it down off her. And you she make a penis. You, no. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined that for you. And you make, you make, you know, like passionate, like soul joining uh, uh, love. Like you make love and you know that the possibility of this person being in your life forever is, is very much there. It's one of those like once in a lifetime special nights like that, that experience is seasons one to maybe halfway through season six. And, And then season seven is when you wake up in the morning and you just like, it's like a real quick like pump and dump you just want to fuck her and get out of there and get a breakfast <laughs> roll you're just like okay come here listen it was great last night was wonderful. Ah, thanks okay see you here's a towel like and you're gone that's that's what that's what happened right i was wondering where you were going with that yeah. analogy, but that's very good yeah see i thought like her having a penis kind of worked too like no, just no, the shock no, value no um but no that yeah that's good I think I think season seven is very much like racing towards the finish line. Yeah, that is it, like it's artificially made. Like it's totally of their of their own creation. Yeah, yeah. They could have made it slower. They could have made. I think it's fourteen episodes per season. It's ten the, usually. Ten, yeah. So they and took three. They took three off. Like that's Which three is, whole hours is yeah, gone. Yeah, that's a huge chunk of it. And there's loads that could have been done. Loads could have been explained. Like at one point, like Uncle Ben comes out of the fucking. Yeah. comes out of the forest he, yeah he white knights it like and, and it's a deus ex machina like he saves john and and that'd be the second time he's yeah white it's knighted just, it. you're like you know what the fuck we came back out of nowhere to save them and then go here all right good luck like yeah, do you yeah. Know? so i think season seven while good and very fast paced like you know it seems it seems to be very very quick but at least it's satisfying yeah i like i really enjoyed it on that i don't mean to shit on it but i just you definitely can't tell the the writing has yeah. dropped off like the action sequences have gotten better like there's still some oh, great amazing. performances in there and there's, some twists turns yeah, great moments like surprises like yeah but like really good moments seeing all these characters either reunite or meet for the first time yeah it's the world is really coming to together i think yeah yeah but i think how they how they're getting there and a lot of stuff just isn't executed very well i think it's just because of the the you know, like you're a filmmaker, Johnny. Like you know the crack, Not right? really, but no. But you know how to make a film. Like you know, in Friends, right? When it's all like, boom, 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 whatever, right? And it changes from one scene to the other. Yeah. So outside, they show if they're cha- they're in Central Park, and then Joey goes, boop, boop, sexual harassment, and then there's like, boom, 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 and then they show the outside of like Rachel and Monica's apartment building, and then yeah. it goes into the building. Like an exposition to show you where you are, this is what to expect yeah, when yeah. we go inside the building. So it's not just w- one interior to another. And that's real simple hand-holding uh, TV or movie exposition, right? They're not doing that in this. It's going from place to place to place to place to place. And it's not based on the location or it's not based in time. It's based only on the character and what you know of the character. So at one point, they went... Quick, okay, I have to describe it, I guess, right? It's when the uh, the fellowship of the whites, the boys went out through the wall and went out yeah, to get the one to bring dozen. it back. The dirty dozen. But to, to f- f- like, a seemingly frivolous quest. Like, that was, that was, 
maybe maybe necessary most possibly unnecessary and it cost them a dragon spoilers yeah cost them a dragon right and i know that that loss of a dragon is more of an emotional uh tie so that john and daenerys can get closer yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and it's very it feels very forced and you're like ah you're manipulating me now Whereas in I seasons one to six, too. they don't do that. I, like, I've been predicting since day one that, well, a dragon's going to go down and he's going to be turned into a white. Like, yeah. I've always thought that. I thought how they execute it in the show, it, got, it happened to... Well, it should have probably happened at the start of the season, but I thought it just happened, like you said, like it was... Unnecessary. They, they made it happen just so as it... Just for it to happen to yes. these fans, I guess, yeah. or to shock them. Like, I, I would have preferred to see the dragon go down in another battle, like like that, like... Bron takes him down. And then, and then as the Whites take over yeah. Westeros, then... then but yeah. obviously the idea is the Whites have been planning for that. The entire, they've tried... They, their entire plan was to bring Daenerys to them. Yeah. Because the only way they could break down the wall. Because like everybody's question was like, oh, the Whites have been walking towards the wall for seven seasons now. How come they haven't got out? And you're like, well, now we know why. Yeah, because but this is the were, thing as well. There's, there's, there's times and distances. So I was reading on Reddit, like there was a guy, because in the show... Uh, I think it was Samuel said, uh, Samuel Tarley, who when he was in the Citadel was looking through these books and said that the wall was 438 miles long. Yeah. So somebody got the map of, of Westeros and measured how far it would take for the lads to walk from King's Landing to... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to uh, High, Garden. High Garden, and then down to down to uh, the the other uh, the Casterly Rock, and then back to thing. So, like, unless and there was time scale said, okay, we're going to move this in a fortnight. Yeah, that was so the in, first time Cersei set a time scale that she'd have the golden. And weeks. now a fortnight has been mentioned a couple of times in the finale as well. John said it's going yeah. to take us a fortnight to get from there to there. Uh, one of the calculations that was done on uh, slash r slash they did the math was the crow that was sent to tell uh, uh, Daenerys to bring the dragons would have had to have flown at 800 miles an hour mm. for that for the, yeah, the, the yeah. crow to get the, the crow to get there give her the message and then immediately she would have to get on the dragon and fly another 800 miles an hour yeah, or yeah. more to get back to the lads before morning yeah and then yeah. you're wondering why was the hound like throwing rocks at that guy to show them all that the ice was Solid. How did he know at that time that was going to happen? And then Daenerys managed to deus ex machina, which is a mach- the, like the, the yeah. ma- machinations of God, by pure chance come in at that time and, you know, melt them all. It just still seemed too... It just all happens too quick. Yeah. Too and conveniently. Yeah, yeah. It's bad definitely. writing, if that is. Like. Now, this is just a theory I heard. I'll bring it up because it's just funny. The kind of answers your question of how things could travel that fast in that mm. world because i saw the same thing so like it would take i think it was 48 days to travel to from castle rock to high garden and then 62 then from high garden to king's land and yeah. that's what the travel jamie had to do when that's from walking with all the men yeah yeah them with the caravan because they had to use the king's road yeah because they had the trucks and stuff yeah like yeah. That. yeah now it's been pointed out in game of thrones that the uh, walls of winterfell are almost 90 feet high. I saw that. Every So uh, the people are bigger, so they take a lot less. Yeah, because there's no woodies in those walls. It'd be like an average, ca- like the castle they're shooting in, its walls are probably 40 feet high. Yeah. But we've seen people standing on that side of them, so the dimensions are the same. Yeah. 
But if that's 90 foot, that means that person has to be like 22 feet. So if that person is 22 feet tall, it's only a 14 day trip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, seems, it seems some confirmation bias has been calculated on Reddit, but still a very good explanation. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. Well, I like those. Obviously, that's a non- not a nonsense theory, but that's a theory predicated on stuff that actually has been mentioned in the show. Yes, like, so you can only go what's been mentioned. Yeah. In the books, I, hate I guess, those, there's extra stuff. Well, I hate, always hate those, like, cracked do it a lot, where it's a theory, well, when such and such left the scene, maybe they had done this. And it's like, yeah, but that wasn't, you're, you're making up theories now yeah. based on up information shit. that you didn't actually receive. I think season seven was written like that quick fuck in the morning to just get it done. Yeah. It, Take what you can when you can. I really hope that they take their time and labor hard over season eight because if not, it's going to be as unsatisfying as Lost was because like, you're like, ah, fuck's sake. But you see, and what is, is it's written different in the book in like they, they, when they were following the books, they were safe. And now that they're not, they kind of have changed the format a bit. So for example, obviously we don't want to see everybody traveling everywhere. That'd be boring. But you take a scene like when the Dirty Dozen go to Beyond the Wall and there's that scene with Jon Snow where he tries to give the sword to uh, Sir Jorah, Jorah yeah. and he's like, no, he gave it to you, it's yours. If they just took that scene and had them sit across each other on a t- at a table on a boat and had that scene before going to the wall and that was just a two-minute scene put in in the middle between yeah. the time to leave... Dragonstone and get to the wall. The transitory exposition. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and that's how it would have been done in the book. That's how it would have been done in the first five seasons. Like like in at the end of season six when uh, uh, Cersei's daughter dies from the kiss from the, the Queen Yeah, of that type of a scene. Like yeah. they were on the boat, so you knew they were on a boat going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. In your mind, that play into your mind, you would think, okay, yes. we've seen them traveling. It yeah. would it would trick you into thinking the time is passing. Yeah. Whereas in the show, it just cuts from, right, we're in Dragonstone. Or north of the wall, like yeah. we're the other side of the, the continent, like. and it's following the peop- the the story of the characters and not the exposition of the scene, which is super super important. Yeah, and yeah. I can't believe that lads who were spending a year and a half doing post production and and then putting out a TV show wouldn't put those things in to give they wouldn't watch it and go. There's a sense of like something weird, like time has gone by too quickly or mm. something. Because like John Snow seems to be fast traveling everywhere. Yeah, he unlocked fast travel last yeah. season. Like, now just boom, 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 boom. And, and the cunt doesn't even have a dragon. Like, at least with Daenerys, you're like, yeah, she's everywhere, but she has a fucking dragon. Like, Jon Snow is, like, driving them two moccasins he has on him. That's all he has. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, you never even seen the cunt on a horse. He just walks everywhere. So how does he get any place? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the next thing, he's in King's Land, and then the next thing he's in, he's in, like, he's the northern, most northernest part of the north of the wall, you know? Yeah, yeah. I also no, thought with that dirty dozen scene that there was like some extra guys, and when they were dying, as the as the whites were as the white walkers were attacking, I was like, "Who was that guy? Who was that guy?" So, oh, these are people that have been put here to to die. Like, yeah, the the, the guys from Star Trek with the blue suits. We see, there's those moments as well, like Tormund, where he's like, "Oh, he really should be dead because he came way too close to be saved." And the same with Jamie when he's like going for the yeah. dragon and Bronn just saves him. And you're like, these guys have had way too many close calls yeah. by now that they're just never going to die. And there's and other people that have had much less that died yeah, and were much but, more important. But what ruined, because everybody's been talking about like the scene between Jamie and Cersei at the end, that, in the finale, yeah. where like she was he, about he, to... He turned his back on her. Yeah, and where she like threatened to, to have the hound to kill him. And everybody's like, oh, that was so tense. I, I felt the like mountain. she... Or the mountain, sorry. I felt like it might happen. And I don't know what they were talking about because I'm like, how did you 
feel that. Like, I've literally watched an entire season where he's escaped everything. There was no way I thought he was going to die in the no, finale. Like, it was completely taken out the of the same, equation. The, the same with uh, Tyrion when he went into the office and, and the mountain stood in yeah. behind him and, huh? and then Yeah, and well, then that she, for, was more because for story, it had just been bad. It seemed like it had been poor storytelling yeah. to But the same, out the same like, non-threat. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he's grand. Yeah, yeah. But with Tormund being pulled into the ice, I was like, uh, 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 like I thought he was he gone. Because he was definitely dead. I thought and he then was he gone. lost, and then you're like, uh, well, like I, I'm glad he's alive, but for this, he probably should have died there. I think also because it was the Hound that saved him, I found it very satisfying. Because I was like, that was ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just that thing where it felt so. It was so engineered to happen that way. What do you think of the love triangle between uh, Tormund, Jamie, and Brienne of Tarth? Is that, weird, is, right? is that a love triangle? As yeah, such? because Tormund loves Brienne. Brienne loves uh, Jamie, and yeah. Jamie doesn't know who Tormund is. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I never really thought of it as a love yeah, triangle. Of I course, guess. yeah, it's just a quintessential love triangle. Like, she loves somebody else, and he loves her. And th- when the hound comes into it, then there's a whole other thing because, like, that's how I thought nearly killed say, the hound. Yeah, when, yeah. The, when they landed in King's Landing, I was like, ah, oh, cool. I like having a walk. Yeah, I like their, their little exchange. So, so Brienne was going, like, you know, she's alive. And the hound kind of gives a little smile and he's like, yeah. Like, the, if, if you're here, who's looking after her? Like yeah. The only one that needs to worry about protecting themselves is whoever gets in her way. Yeah. And the hound gives a little smile. That's like. class. Like, that was really good. Because they're um, the two big influence, like, well, the leader, the manifest man, and what's, who's her sword trainer? Oh, yeah, that, that kind of Brazi- Brazilian sounding guy. I can't remember his name, remember but, either, but yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, he, like he had all, curly hair. The four of them are kind of her biggest influences. Kind of her surrogate parents as yeah. well, you know. Like more so than Ned, in a sense. I um, didn't, I didn't see, I didn't see, like, in season seven, I didn't see any real like character development it was just more of a payoff season mm. yeah i suppose it, we've been with those characters so long now there's i think we know we know them all and that's why it becomes like not predictable i don't mean that in a bad in the bad sense but it's a payoff though for the work that we've done I mean, like, the, the journey we've gone on now all of those things are paying yeah, off yeah but i think but that's what i mean like i don't think they have much character wise i don't think they have much more development we can we almost know them so well now we can read them like i knew cersei was fucking plotting against them the entire time because yeah. i know that car and, and that's not oh the show is predictable that's a that character is so good i know her as like you know her as well even though Jon snow hasn't met her he fucking mm. has heard so many stories that like i think the reason he didn't lie in that scene when they were all like, oh, why didn't you just say you hadn't played your loyalty to Daenerys? It's a handshot first moment, I think that is. Why John didn't lie. Why did you think John didn't lie? Well, I think he didn't lie because he knows that, like, where does it stop? Like, if you lie once, then it's so easy to do it a second time and a third time. But I think also he doesn't trust Cersei anyway. Like, well, because the whole thing with like, oh, he should have lied. Well, it turns out it wouldn't have mattered anyway because Cersei yeah. was plotting against him the entire time. But only we get to see that. But I think Jon Snow Knew that. knows that yeah, too because that's the same same reason. Like, because she, she compares him to like, oh, you're as stupid as Adard, as your father Ned and all this. And his father knew that. Like when he, he done stuff out of loyalty and like he wouldn't lie. But he even said in in the first season how like the, half the reason he did he he was loyal is because he didn't trust them to begin with like yeah. it wasn't purely out the right thing to do he knew that these people were lying to him. Well, the potential of them to betray yeah, him was yeah. always there, you know. And I think um, 
it was a hand shot first moment in the way that in the original Star Wars hand shot yeah. Greedo. Yeah. And that was part of his character. And when it was changed, it kind of took away from, you know, the Han Solo kind of mythos, like that part of his personality, it took away from it. And if Jon Snow had lied there, it would have ruined his whole personality. Yeah, yeah. And his whole character for us, because he has to have integrity, because he's going to end up being... He, he's the rightful heir to the king of... The, 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 he's, yeah. the, he's the king. Like, and he's I think the he's, Iron Throne he's, is his. You he's know? the one pushing for a different world. Like, it's him and, him and Tyrion seem to both be... Uh, their end game is to create a democracy. Yeah, but, like, you know about, like, Aegon Targaryen and whatever, like, that, yeah, yeah. that, that he's actually... Like, Jon Snow is the rightful heir yeah, to the yeah. throne, right? Yeah, 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 of course. So, like, if we saw that he was... And he lied to the queen and all... It, like he has to be pure, you know. It's a, yeah, a Jesus yeah. character, the hero's oh, yeah, journey, yeah, whatever. Of course. But there's loads of parts of of season seven that I thought were like in season six when, or the end of season five and through, through season six when uh, Arya is learning how to fight. I was kind of not believing that a little bit. That was kind of like a Rocky montage a little bit. Yeah, I didn't like when she got stabbed like seven times and then started doing parkour afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> what I thought, I found a, a, a really nice theory online when I was researching for the show. Is that the, you know the girl that she fights? Yeah, Did you yeah. see that as well. I've heard, yeah, yeah. So that other girl, you know, the girl that has no name, um, that when they fight in the dark, the candle gets blown out, and they fight in the dark, and I think Arya does get killed, and your wand takes her face, yeah, and comes back to Winterfell. That could be a possibility. The only thing is, Arya, like, ha- she'd have information nobody else would have known, like, mm. the fact that Arya watched Ed being beheaded and stuff. Yeah, maybe. It was a nice theory she- until the two of them came together and turned on Littlefinger. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought that, uh, up until that episode, I was like, Arya's going to kill uh, uh, Sophie Turner. See, the entire time when I was watching that, what I thought was going on was I thought... Arya had killed Littlefinger off screen and she was wearing it the Littlefinger was actually Arya talking to Sansa. Uh, so during that entire conversation I thought it was gonna end with her taking off the face. It was and, a very kind of Mission Impossible TV show yeah. kind of situation. Like whose face is whose? When you put that element into a show like that, yeah, anybody could be anybody then, you know. Why uh, another thing just going back to Jon Snow with uh, him being so much like Ed and why it's a good thing that he, he is and that he didn't yeah. lie there. What's very good, and not sure Manny would have picked up on it in the between Sansa and Arya after they kill Littlefinger. I can't remember the exact line, but Sansa says something akin to like "Thank you for doing this," and she says, "I only killed him. You passed the sentence." Yeah. And Ed always said, "Whoever passed the sentence should wield the sword." Jon Snow has done, you know, when he was Lord Commander, he 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 was the one that killed his killers. Like, yeah. Um, I just thought it was very interesting in the episode where the two legitimate daughters kind of didn't do what Ed would have taught them and maybe are smarter for it. It was all about John doing what the father had taught him. So it's As kind well, of like, I think it was, it was bolstering both of them together. It was, yeah, that's, that's quite an, like a negative way of viewing it, but you're right. Yeah, it does. I think, I think, well, it's negative. It depends on, it could be negative took, to either because that sort of, that it took two women to do the job of one man. Not like one of them that. ordered it and one of them did the killing. <laughs> well, that's not what I was saying. That's no, no, but I'm saying it. like maybe that's what it is. Maybe that, it's yeah. like that, that none of them want that responsibility. Yeah. That they're not, that, that's not their, 
but also drive. it might they might be smarter because of it because thinking thinking like that is what got Ned Stark killed. Maybe also um, the conversation around what they like they were standing up on the parapets of the castle, and and. Uh, they were talking about like I never wanted to wear dresses. Father, father always tried to put me in a dress and it was itchy and I didn't like it. Mm. And then, and then uh, Sansa's all like, "Yes, you were never really like, you know, a girly girl." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yuan is like, "Well, I, I never wanted to be a lady because I'd never be able to compare to you, so I had to be something else." And now I'm this. And then they said, "You passed the sentence." Well, I yeah. only did the thing. So it was kind of this whole thing of like, I know the role I have. And together in their symbiotic relationship, like it was more of a bonding than uh, we're not following what our father said. But yeah, it's a really nice yeah. catch, though. That that's what he said. You know, I think now it's just like it's the last few strokes before the nut. Like this is like <laughs> yeah, boom, boom, boom. Like it's gonna be six episodes of Battle of the Bastards. Like they're all movie length, right? Ninety minutes each. That's what people are saying, but I don't know where that comes from. Like, are we? That's what the internet is saying. I mean. Do we believe um, the internet? When would the internet ever lie? Fake news, fake news. <laughs> but like, I imagine if they haven't even started, if they, there's, they're probably written by now, but like, I'd say there's a lot of stuff to be worked out before October and that's when of they course, start yeah. shooting. I mean, we're definitely going to get like, the last two are definitely going to be 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly even more. Like we, I'd say the finale could be two hours. Yeah, it want to be. Um, I mean, there's too much stuff going on, like, um, with the, with the dragon melting the wall, I always wonder why they didn't go around the water in Eastwatch. Like they can, they can't go. They can't, they can't go, go in water. water. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? Uh, it's just a rule. Magic, magic rules. Magic yeah, rules. they can't swim because that's why they stop at the ice when they're chasing the dirty dozen because the ice oh, breaks and there's the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so so Eastwatch is grand. Like they just build the wall all the way to the end. Yeah, yeah, because right. that's it, and that because that lake essentially will, goes into the. It's not even a lake, I guess. That's the sea. Yeah. So the only thing they could have done is go over the wall, or you know, knock it down with a dragon. So get a dragon, knock it down. Yeah, I love, I love the whole brand thing. There's a couple of different theories about like brand the builder. And, yeah, you know, like he gets to see all the stuff, which is another, it's another kind of a Deus Ex Machina as well, but it works within the the, the realms of the world that they live in. Yeah, and at least he he needs. He to has some all the spoilers. He's a fucking spoilery cunt sitting in a wheelchair <laughs> with his white eyes being all fucking out his head on four yokes, going like, "I know everything." Yeah, He's like, "Tell us everything, Raven, then, will yeah. you?" Samuel comes into him at the end, I and he's like, that. "It's brilliant," but like. Well, why didn't you send a crow ages ago to tell him when he was in the citadel? And he's like, I knew you'd come here. And is it that he can't affect any change? Yeah, well, he I has think, to just wait for everything to happen? But I think he doesn't know everything because he needs, he even saw that in that Sam scene. So like he knew that Jon Snow wasn't the son of Ned. He was Jon Sand. Yeah. And then when, like he needs, and then Sam is like, oh no, he's not. I saw this in the citadel. And then Bran's able to go back and see it. So I think he always needs him. He needs information to work with. He can't just see everything. I think he's he, doting. Sorry? I think he's doting. He's just like, <laughs> he's like, this is the way it is. And Sam was like, well, I saw that they got married in the book. And he's like, oh yeah, no, I knew that. <clears throat> I knew that. I saw Possibly. that. You're like, mm, that's what I just said a minute ago. I did see that. Crows. Like it's. I suppose you've heard the theory that Bran is what drove the Mad King mad. Yeah. Doing the Hodor. Yeah, here, yeah. yeah, I like that idea. That's something that would never be explained. It'd be something that'd be left open if it was. No, I think uh, I think you'll see flashback. A lot of flashbacks. There's a lot of shit to carry up, like how the wall oh, was I made. Hope not and six episodes. What's no, a flashback or two? You know, uh, flashbacks generally are never a good thing in any kind of fi- fiction. Just all they've been doing, like for se- for season six, like there was. I don't think there was 
one episode without a brand flashback. Yeah, but like I would say they're like not the most enjoyable parts. Yeah, but when you find out the Hodor story and then... The Hodor thing... That was really good. I love the idea of that. Um, I wish I could have read that in the book before seeing it on TV. Because I thought it came across like... It was a bit cheesy. I think reading it, you would think, oh, that's genius. But it's not like seeing it on yeah. screen. It's it's a great idea. And I like, like they've done that better than any other filmmakers could. Some people are saying that the, that Bran is actually the, the Night King as well. and it get, You see, that's one of those theories that I think is just... Mate, you're just it's like you're, like, you're just making up shite yeah. now. Like there's not into the forest stuff. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of room to maneuver in all yeah. of it. And I think that like they want to really fucking pull their finger out for yeah. the last season and and answer because like with Lost Man, I I know how how annoying it was to be just left swinging. Yeah, so many unanswered things, like things that were built up for ages and ages and ages and never qualified yeah, or never yeah. like settled. If they're doing that in this. No, the way George R. R. Martin is and how old he is, like, and he doesn't get to finish it in the books. I think be, he will get to finish it. It'll just be long after the show does. Thing is, Martin's not even that old. Like, and he's wealthy enough that he, he'll be one of those people that lives to be far older than he should have if he would, for how he looks after himself. Yeah, but he is the shape of a fucking upside down light bulb. Like, he's not he's not well looking. Like, he looks like he's had gout since the nineties. <laughs> like, he's not. Like he might die But I think he's only like 60 Yeah Motherfuckers die all the time man Oh I know I'm not Everybody dies He could wake up dead in the morning And that's the end of it then Do you know what I mean It's left to Some fucking HBO executives To finish off the story Like you know I'm sure he'll. Maybe he's Planned that Maybe he'll do a token on it And have it Maybe his son will Yeah I don't know It's uh, It's a brilliant show and I really hope, like, I was very disappointed to find out while watching the finale that it was the finale. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, you didn't know it was the no. finale? No. Oh. I just downloaded it and watched it. Because I wasn't reading nothing about it because I was trying to get away from spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh. Oh, shit, this is the finale. It's like, Because, oh. yeah, you could tell while watching it, like, well, this this is a this very is finale. It. Yeah, man, fucking hell. Like, And um, just there's a lot of, like, speed moves. There's a lot of writing stuff there's a lot of like okay now we're here okay now we're here okay now okay now we're here and it's very much like yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know oh yeah actually here's something just this is kind of random when we'll get into like the other aspects soon but i really like this from the book that uh john snow's direwolf is the first one to open its eyes john snow being the first one to see a white walker and all that just thought that's a very nice little touch to the novel like to specifically mention how his direwolf opened its eyes weeks before the other puppies. Well, tell me about direwolves. I don't really get that whole thing. Because I know when they were out in the forest and Bran was like, save me. And then a big fuck off like Timberwolf shows up. Yeah. Like wolves are obviously with the Stark family, right? Yeah. I, the, I miss the, that whole metaphor. The, the, and each of the kids have one of their own. Yeah, they found them in the first season and in the first yeah. book. Um, they, like, so they, they've been, they, they haven't been in the north for hundreds of years right they've been but they're beyond the wall so the oh. idea is they were running from something so they the two things came from the wall in the first episode the dire wolves and the uh guy from the night's watch who went awol who saw the white walkers in the opening right so i guess it was just a hint that like something's happening beyond the wall that there's been a change that these dire this this mother 
brought her brought, wolves. Brought her yeah. wolves somehow. She, she could, the wolves can swim, so she obviously crossed that east watch and made her way down, like. Yeah, that's, that's spooky. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's cool, though. Yeah, how fucking long are those cunts walking, though? Like, we see, a I long don't, time, like, I don't know from the north to the wall, like, from beyond the wall. Like, but I don't think they were walking that long. I think they've just been, like, going back. They've just been around, like, I think they've been waiting for the, the dragon. dragon, essentially. Because that's the sort of whole idea, isn't it, that the White Walkers now want to move south, because of the dragon, like they, they've obviously they're magic. They're enchanted with the same sort of magical powers that dragons and the children of yeah. the forest. They all come from the same sort of world in a sense. Yeah. That they obviously felt something that like it's the old was, world trying to uh, trying to yeah, swallow yeah, the yeah. new. Like it all happened when that red comet was in the sky. Yeah. And stuff. So I think that's it. Like that's the. What sort does the Night King want? Like what, why do the dead people that want That was the to... next. That's how I have that in my notes. Like what do they want? Yeah. Like that's what's really interesting though. We don't know their fucking motivation at all. Yeah. And why did they wait so long to do it? Like 8,000 years specifically. <laughs> yeah. Like when winter is coming, you're talking about like another ice age or whatever. Mm. Like. Are they coming because they're the only ones that can survive? Is it like an allegory for the extinction of man? And yeah, know? yeah. Well, that's what one of the big talking points is: uh, is the entire thing an allegory for global warming? Yeah, that like the death is going to come for us. Yeah, all. the white the white walkers are essentially climate change, and everybody's been ignoring it because they're caught up in their own bullshit. And John oh. Snow is fucking. All right, obviously, they're, they're, it's an allegory of the white walkers are an allegory of climate change because they're like fiction. They're made up by a bunch of dudes in a. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we have an episode on those conspiracy guys about global warming. You should go listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, depending on which side you're on, <laughs> like, fucking. Game of Thrones Al Gore. So John Snow would be Al Gore. John Snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just interesting that we still don't know their motivation. And I'm not sure how much you can go into it in six episodes too. Well, but they're going to speak in episode eight or season eight. Oh, yeah, they have the to. Night King is going to speak. How do you think it'll sound? Imagine if he's like, I'm after coming to take over the whole place. But I imagine it'll either be like a real loud, like booming voice yeah. that fucking echoes or something like snaky, like. I imagine it'll have that, like, it'll sound like. Crackly ice. Noise. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a real crackly oh, ice noise. Yeah. Like fucking nails on a chalkboard. Surely there's some kind of magic. Like, well, like, why don't the children of the forest, why didn't they tell Bran when they were doing that whole Tree Eyed Raven thing? Why wasn't he told what they want? Yeah, no. I, yeah. Well, I. That would, again, it's something. For the audience not to yeah, know. it's so annoying. Because... And uh, he's bringing back the dead to bring them beyond the wall because he thinks that maybe humanity doesn't deserve to, to survive, that he's just going to cleanse the planet yeah, and wait he, for it to happen again. Is that the entirety of the planet? Because it's only two continents, like... That, that, what I kind of think is that maybe the White Walkers are... Like, in Game of Thrones, there's no good guys. Everybody operates in shades yeah. of grey, with the exception of maybe Jon Snow. Yeah. And to a lesser extent, Tyrion. And Sam, of course. Sam seems like he's purely good. Yeah, but, yeah. But um, my feeling is that the White Walkers... Sam is neutral good and John is chaotic good. Yeah. But my feeling is the White Walkers are sort of that, like, the fucking, almost like the religious sort of view of what... That they've seen... They, 
it's not so much that the... Re- the conservatives, as you would say. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the rebirth of magic has kind of brought them back to bring back the old world because they saw how humans have done without it, without like the the way it was back in the age of heroes everybody's killing each other for gold like yeah that they're just almost like like the like noah like the, the god flooding the world yeah. and Noah b- building the ark they, in a sense the white walkers are the good guys maybe it's because the dragons are reborn and they went like dragons are like an allegory for nuclear war and technology and they're going like can't be yeah, that. you can't be having that. You're going to destroy yourselves. Yeah, but also it's for... like one person's rule then and we've already had that. I often think about like um, the last king to have dragons. They talked about it when they were in, when they had the whole meeting of the, you know, the, everybody coming together. Uh, they, your man like had the dragon, conquered the dragon. It was the biggest one ever and its bones are down underneath, yeah, you know, yeah. King's Landing or whatever. And then they had the, the, um, the dragon pit or whatever yeah, it was called and they pick up a little jaw and it's a little small jaw of obviously of a dragon yeah yeah and they said yeah let them waste away here and they got smaller and smaller and smaller and then they died like yeah, yeah so if those two dragons or three dragons were left unattended they would shrink and, pretty much yeah if you, if you tied them up and left them in a, a cell like yeah right so well, like shark you know sharks like they grow as big as their environment like so when you hold like certain sharks in captivity they just don't grow right um kind of like that and could it be like a thing of like because they have such powerful dragons and they're willing to use them and let them fly free and you know uh, they're not they're not uh, like Drogo is not captured you know Viserys died uh, uh, during the battle like they have free reign yeah. and maybe the Night King is like well humans shouldn't be wielding magic like that I have to go down now and just say, look, this is the fucking crack. Yeah, yeah. You know how uh, like you know, history is written by the victor, yeah. And as we learn from that's how uh, Rhaegar's story was completely changed, and the like Robert's rebellion built on a lie because sure. they rewrote it. Do you think history was rewritten eight thousand years ago with the White Walkers, and it was actually them that built the wall to keep the first men away from that's interfering? That's something that I could say you will put into a YouTube video in 2019 and say you predicted it in August 2017. <laughs> really? That's a very possible... Because they have the, the power of, of ice and cold or whatever, right? Mm. And that's what they're saying, that Bran is Bran the Builder and the Night King could be Bran the Builder because he's 8,000 years. He was the one that was building yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. he went, look, at, I have to build this wall and in order to help him do that, the, the children of the forest gave him the powers to do that. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's ice. But yeah, I definitely think there's more to how the wall's even there. That, that, that has to be answered. Like, if they don't answer that when they have a fucking time traveling, like... I definitely think, if that's... I, I definitely think the Starks play... I don't think Bran is the Night King, but I do think the Night King was probably a Stark. Or at least the Starks are descendants of the same first men that the first Night King, or that the Night King, the first White Walkers, yeah. are descendant of. I just feel like that has to tie together somehow. And I, I, I can't remember seeing it. I did watch it, but I think it was like maybe just like a small little snippet. But the other like main White Walkers that were like a group of brothers, like the thirteen, yeah, yeah, the ones we see in the circle. There was a, a like a man who had thirteen sons, and the Night King came and took all of them and changed them all into these like white walker warriors the guys that are up on horses with the cool beards and all yeah, yeah. like those guys are like the heavies and four of them i think have been killed already like john killed one in the last episode yeah and they're like the the 
the in Lord of the Rings, you know, where you have the 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 nine kings. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The nine men kings, and they they turn into like the Grim Reaper looking yeah, yeah. Like what are they called again? Uh, I can't remember actually. Lord uh, of the Rings. It's all this all this fantasy yeah. lore. Yeah, well, like they're the the things like they're the White Walkers, and then the Whites are the zombies. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. And it's like, and Samuel killed one, and John killed one, and all. And it's just it, like the way um, that scenario was put together. It seems like he was looking for protection for what, like what's in the north that they're protecting. Yeah, yeah. And why? Do, yeah, why does he need? Is to that turn? the rest of the world? Yeah. Like, well, is that the North Pole? Is that a portal to somewhere else? Is it? Yeah. If this is the only part of the world, like, surely they're on a globe, right? I think have so. they ever sailed far, far west of Westeros? Have they ever gone south? Is there any? Is Dorne the the, the lowest part? Yeah, like the the lore says that giants and the and the the children of the forest helped to build the wall, but like the children of the forest made the Night King. Yeah, and we saw that in a vision. So like, but you you make a good point in like just the fact that he's been turning people for so long. Like that he he's obviously yeah he must be protecting. Like the Night King has had a reason from day one. Yeah. To create, and not and not necessarily an army, but like brothers almost, yeah, or sons, whatever you'd sons, call them. Sons, I would say, yeah. And like they obviously, they're not just a random evil force. Like we've seen that a very brief clip of him in like an ice palace with the baby in the, yeah. like so like the, who was that baby? I can't. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, Do you know? we don't. Is that was that, that one of the, was that like Amon Targaryen or was that one of the the Marmonts? Was it like who mm. who? Which of the kings was it that he was able to put that into? You know? Yeah, yeah. There's actually, there's a, a, in the book, there's mention that it's only a myth. Like, uh, there's loads of stuff, mythology in the novels that they're just stories. I've never read the books, you see. Yeah, I only read them when the Red Wedding was, spo- somebody spoiled the Red Wedding for me. Actually, a bunch of people did on Facebook. And that was, what, season two, season three? I think season three. I stopped watching it then for about a year and a half. I, I don't like I, Revenge is a dish Best served cold So I went I read all the books And I kept a note I don't like Aria I had a list of all the people Who spoiled it for me <laughs> And then like As the season was going on I would just send The podcaster them, has no name I would just send the messages The mountain actually gets poisoned And comes back from the dead And I just throw it in Randomly in a message Yeah And completely ruin it for That's them. another thing that's weird Like I'd love to see him Without his helmet That's Now sorry to keep going back To this season And just talking about these points But I did find it funny that Cersei needed proof that the dead could come. They had to go beyond the wall to bring Cersei back proof that these creatures were coming back from the dead. Right there, and it's like, look, turn around, look over your shoulder, look at your man there. I I missed that. Like, how did he come back? Who brought him back? The the her what's his name? The her hand, the creepy guy. Yeah, the black black cloak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's he's into alchemy and all that. He he's one of the last remaining of whatever the guild that he works with. Yeah, can't remember what they're called, but I, I, it was so. Um, I did it was actually such a clean slate. Like it was like, yeah, fuck all that. You just invested your whole thing in a bunch of a whole bunch of characters. Fuck all them. I'm gonna blow them up with some green bullshit at the end of season six. I was like, I, I liked that though. I did. I liked well. when I Jamie because like, Jamie just had just returned and he sees her and he's just like, oh, I'm fucking the Mad King. That was the moment yeah. where I'm like, Jamie, this is going to end with J- yeah. Jamie killing her. I do like the prophecy of the prince that was promised as well. That's a kind of a thing where Ooh. it's it's it, it's of the same tactic as Lost, where there was six main people. Yeah, yeah. So you had like Hurley and Saeed and Jack and Sawyer and uh, uh, Jim. It is worth mentioning as well that George R. R. Martin's favourite TV show is Lost. Yeah, because I think... 
there's that element of finding out who the special one is. Mm. And he knows that that's a magic thing. Like in people, they're all like, I want to know, is it him? Is it him? Is it him? So there is a prince who was promised. Yeah. There is like prophecy that has to be fulfilled. And you're one that the, the witch who told her like, you will be killed by, and she used some word that means brother and the younger brother. And Oh yeah, this is the one that told, sorry, this is the one that was talking to Cersei. When not, she the was, re, not the red witch. Yeah, no, yeah, the sorry. Brother, yeah, the, yeah. The rotten other one. And uh, she goes, yeah, like, yeah, you'd be killed by your younger brother. And Jamie was born after, so technically he's younger, has the yeah. golden hand, all the stuff. So they think, like, that uh, Jamie could be the prince who was promised. Then they go through all the evidence of why John could be. Like, it's all very... Um, but And I think... And I think it's going to be so unfair if John is, like, the, uh, the heir to the Targaryen throne. He is... Daenerys's nephew after all the work she did getting all the armies from all across the world the lads across the Great Grass Sea and you know all the freeing all the lads in Marine and all the shit she went through and got raped and fucked up and betrayed well, I, and all that stuff to come here to get it all done just for John, who was like I'm opening enough but I don't think he'd stand in her way I think like especially if they're together then he's they just- cooked he's fucking cooked He's he's a, he's a he's a white knight. No, it is. He's a fucking. If he's the rightful heir to the throne and he doesn't take it, and he goes, oh, but when he'd be ta- he'd be ta- he'd be king and queen. Yeah, but they're, they're she's his auntie. Targaryens are known to. Maybe it's my prudish nature. <laughs> yeah, king and queen will be good. If the season two of them says we, king and queen will be cool. But this is what I see. But still a bit weird. This is what I see happening with that. With uh, you saw, remember that look T- Tyrion saw like in the, the finale. Saw John yeah. going in, and he just looked worried. Like Tyrion yeah, because he knows ha- that they're going to have a baby. But that shouldn't worry him. Why? Well, why would he be, like? Why would he be worried about them having a baby? Because then he wouldn't get any attention or whatever. Like he'd, he'd be all like, "Oh, there's a new baby now." <laughs> no, I think his worry are. is because the the previous the two scenes that stand out with him in that episode was when he's talking to Cersei and he says about how Daenerys was going to ride in here with her dragons and just torch the place. Mm. And he was saying like, I'm the one that can keep her in check. And then in a later scene where Sir Jorah recommends that Daenerys flies to, to Winterfell. Yes, so she doesn't travel across the road. And John, and then she wants to travel. John is the one that convinced her not to. And Tyrion kind of gives a look then. I think his... Tyrion's losing his control over Daenerys then. Losing his control. Yeah, and not just losing his control, but that John... I think he fears that John won't be able to keep her in check. Right. And that she might go full Mad Queen with John not having the balls to stop her, maybe? That's what I think. Like, John does, should and will have the balls to be like, I'm the fucking king, mind your manners. See, I don't think he'll have the balls to do that because I don't think he... he Because he doesn't want to rule. He didn't even want to be the king of North. Jon Snow doesn't even want to be alive. You know, he's he's suffering from serious depression. Like That's what you get in the cold. um, He hasn't seen the sun in ages. But, like, he's literally said that. Like, he asked the the Red Witch to, like, if he fought... Like, before the battles of the... Battle of the Bastards he's like if I fall and he's like please don't bring me back so he doesn't even want to be alive I think he can die now no I think he can, can he? Uh, yeah if he's like the other followers of the Lord of Light but I think he can always be brought back now but he just doesn't want to be because right he's definitely suffering from yeah. serious depression those guys were so cool your man with the flame and yeah. sword is so fucking cool man but I think what'll happen like he won't he'll be happy to rule with Daenerys and Daenerys could have more of the power but when she goes full mad queen he'll probably end up having to take her out and I think that'll like because I know the show will have a bad oh, end yeah that's a, that's I, that's gonna happen I can see that and happening I, think, I, I say the show ends with him on the Iron Throne 
because it seems likely that George R. R. Martin would give it that sort of a bittersweet ending where the one guy who was good all along and who doesn't even want to sit on the throne. So it was lost. <laughs> Hurley was the guy He was the king yeah, yeah. And he didn't want to be yeah, He yeah. wanted Jack to, He even said I don't want this I want Jack to be And he lived for a hundred Hundreds of years On the island Doing all the stuff Mining it And then like We skipped through time And the last scene Is everyone in the church And he's like It's been so long mm. And they're all like Yeah we've been waiting for you They were waiting for like 800 years in purgatory Until he died Yeah, yeah. So, You know he had to stay That obese For eternity <laughs> Like oh man But I think Um like there's two dragons left and I can see there being like a dragon fight. Here's now the thing. Where John has one dragon and Daenerys has the other dragon. Yeah, yeah. Here's why I wonder. Welcome to Prediction Artists. The, <laughs> the dragon, the, the white dragon or yeah. ice dragon for lack of a better word. Does he still hold his, Fealty. his magical dragon powers? Because is he now, because dragons are immune to fire. Fire is the only thing that can kill whites. Is a white dragon immune to fire? A blue eyes white dragon, Yu-Gi-Oh. And he all, like dragon. What was the blue stuff? Was that fire or was that? I think that was just fire. I, but was blue though? I thought he was going to be an ice dragon, and when he breathed it out, he'd ice people. But then he melted an ice wall. I was like, eh. no, yeah, because like I guess they don't really have ice power. Like, well, all their spears are all made of ice. I think it was just fire, and it's just the blue touch is just the same reason their eyes turn blue. It's just that's their look. That's their magical powers. Because mm. you remember the children in the forest. Remember they had those little grenade things. Yeah, and they had a very blue yeah. fire too. So I think that's just whatever magical. And they, if they created the original White Walker. It makes sense that they'd be imbued with the same kind of yeah, magic. Yeah, same blue. Um, um, yeah, so many things could happen. I wouldn't like to be there. I would like to be there when that shit is going down. No, yeah, because White Walkers. Now I'm not sure. How would you fa- How would you fare against a White Walker or a white for a white? First of all, like if a we white, were, I think I could take. If me I and I you were up on the wall, like we're, if I had like a, a you know a, a dragon glass dagger or a dragon glass spear. And I knew all I had to do was just hit him a pop with it and it'd go down like a bag of spuds. Cool. If I was just with a sword or whatever and I was chopping cunts in half and then half their bodies were like climbing after me and all. The thing is, if we were in the Game of Thrones universe, you wouldn't have a sword. Like I I can see you as being more of a, you'd have the battle hammer. That'd be your... A hammer and an axe would be my... Yeah. That's in real life in the survival. Like I said on the show before, like I'd have like a four pound lump hammer and then I'd have like a, 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 like a, a block chopping axe like a small maybe like yeah, you know, yeah. 300, 300 gram me- all metal because if, if you were cast in a fantasy like you've got the look of somebody that'd have the hammer and yeah I'd be kind of like a Gimli sort <laughs> I wasn't going for Gimli no but. you would yeah well I mean like or a Haggard or a, a, a you know a, a Tormund or something yeah, like yeah. A kind of a thing so I think um, yeah a hammer and, a hammer and an axe would be mine blunt force trauma but I would need like an axe made of dragon glass. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, a hammer made of Valyrian steel. I'm slight of frame and stealthy, so I'd either like I, I imagine double I'd, daggers. Double daggers are just archer. Archer. I don't know. You see, wood, wood, dragon glass arrows. I like. I mean, I can only imagine because they spent like three whole episodes mining all the dragon yeah. glass out of Dragonstone. So surely, like, It'd be, they're going to be making them into arrows. Because yeah, if they didn't, they'd be silly gooses. They're going to have to for that fucking dragon. Yeah, but will dragon glass kill the that's dragon? What, yeah, because he's a dragon yeah, and it's dragon glass. I, yeah, so many unanswered questions, man. If that stuff can kill him, they're fucked. 
Which part? Which part of uh, Westeros would you like to live in most? Well, like the, if if you just have the choice, it does seem like Dorne would be the. Oh, that's not, not technically. It seems Westeros. like Spain to me. Yeah, or Mexico. They seem very free. Yeah, sexually. Sexually, yeah, yeah, very, very liberal down there. Very, but also uh, there is kind of a lawlessness. Like you could get murdered, and you'd never be justice. You know. Yeah, I feel like that's the case in the rest of Westeros too. I don't think so. I think in High Garden there is a definite sense of justice and loyalty yeah. to the ruling well, class. Winterfell, it'd be cold. Yeah. But like, it do, I, like I, I think I trust, I would trust the Starks more to rule. I would, I would pick Winterfell if it was me. Uh, or maybe, uh, I wouldn't mind being in that place. Not Marine, the place before that uh, where the big, the big massive rich black dude was yeah, yeah so over you so over in ESOS. yeah yeah you see that that place seemed more like the free cities seemed almost more more dangerous to me you could end up a slave you end up with in in the unsullied yeah i wouldn't, I wouldn't be losing i wouldn't be losing me mickey or anything but i and i wouldn't be in the dothraki because i'm too you know i'm not as into horses but like essos seems to be the kind of the the Middle East, yeah, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, that's very. Bravo, that seems very Bravos, based on Ar- Arabian mythology. And yes, stuff. yeah. It's all very um, like the stands, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan. Yeah, they have those uh, affinities to horses and stuff as yeah, well. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like even the Dothraki are very much the Mongols. And yes, Mongols are uh, Afghanis or something. Yeah, like that, yeah. You know? um, I I do like the whole Bravos idea, and I think a lot of mythology and stuff. Uh, I, I would be into that like the money the usury and the business I think I'd be quite good at the business part of it yeah, yeah. Um, I would probably be most useful in and this is like bigging up myself probably in the Citadel and that's in like uh, right. the 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 South 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 it's, isn't it it's underneath it's not in Westeros it's like I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. It there's an really, island. It, there's an island at the bottom there that has some secret shit in it. And I was reading. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Yes, you're right. Yeah, was, it's kind of between them, but isn't yes, it? it's yeah, between yeah, them in the middle. And I was reading that on the very, very west coast of Essos, there is a cave, and it has natural uh, wild dragons live on that whole area. Right. And so no is, people live there. So is this? So where is um? What do you call it? Valeria in regard Valeria is o- is over that side on the yeah. northeastern part of Essos because that's how so when Valeria was destroyed that's how, that's how the Targaryens survived because Dragonstone was an island in between it yeah. and Westeros and they were kind of hidden by the the natural sort of cave structure of it they survived the destruction there's an ama- of it. like amazing amount of backstory and the fans are like there's a fan wiki Just there eight, there's essentially eight thousand years of a backstory yeah, like. it's amazing like a lot of people have all the history put into it and there's a lot of energy and love being put into it like I really like it you know and um, the, th- the the thoughts of like Flea Bottom it seems like medieval England yeah and a lot yeah, of it I, is kind of built up like England where you know uh, Brav, um, Bravos could be like G- Greece yeah yeah where like philosophy and business and banking and all of the like the idea of money and all this kind of stuff started and the north is kind of like the north of England, the north of Europe. It seems like Europe before it broke up into its component parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you go down through the middle part, it seems kind of Bavarian. So you go into the likes of uh, the Baratheons and all. They all seem quite blonde and Aryan. 
And then as you go a little bit further, then you're into like Mediterranean climates and also Mediterranean looking yeah, type yeah, people. Yeah. So it seems, you know, like it could be a pre-formation of Gondwana land or <laughs> Pangaea before like there was a great winter. Yeah, yeah. Humans practically got wiped out and then the continent separated and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So there is an America on the other side of the world that we haven't seen yet that nobody has come from. Yeah, yeah, an undiscovered land, so it's yeah. not on any of the maps. Which is an Africa. That's, I never actually thought about that. That's, a, south, that's, like. a, that's very interesting. That's yeah, because up until like 1300, until like Magellan and stuff like that went was, yeah. below Spain, the, the center of the world was Jerusalem and yeah. Africa wasn't even discovered yet. Yeah, 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 there was two continents on the map then. Like, um, but I just, yeah, looking at the, uh, the map of Game, Game of Thrones planet, their planet needs a name. Is it not the same planet though? That's the thing. Is it not supposed to be Earth? Well, I think it's just alternate. It's like, oh, well, I guess with Lord of the Rings, it is Earth. Yeah, um, it's the four, it's the third age of man or the fourth age. Yeah, of man. yeah. It's never really. I guess it, it it could be in Game of Thrones, but I, like a lot of fantasy, I just see them as being. Well, that's just another planet. Like, like Planet of the Apes was turned out to be Earth. After <laughs> all, you know? There was something I was going to bring up there, though. What are we talking about? That doesn't oh okay so like so that's where you would prefer to like live i think the easiest would be in the citadel because it's just reading and researching you just want to be sam like that uh, yeah but also like i think i get bored too like i'd be making shit like and making drugs or making you know doing doing something like our entertainment like the entertainment there seems very minimal like yeah. no one's having a good time and i think it's overlooked because back then people would have been having a good time sitting around fires playing musical instruments like i saw fucking ed sheeran in it and i was like i'd actually rather eat my own shite yeah that was very distracting like what the fuck it was really distracting that was stupid a little bit and um you know these soldiers going around mercenaries and all these guys like there's so many different groups of people and it's very similar to our world like where there's so many different people that you could yeah kind of where would you like to be right now in the world like oh i'd love to go to southeast asia or i'd love to live in korea or i'd love to live in you know the steppes of russia or in siberia or something like that and all these people all have different cultures and different customs i think the citadel would be a nice place for me to be because i might find something knowing what i know now yeah i might find something like oh let's you know do this and we can communicate using like what's this radio waves that we can use you know this <laughs> yeah stuff? yeah um, but if I was there and I didn't know anything of this world that I'm in, I'm in now, probably Dorne would be too hot for me, and I yeah, would actually, I, I would do well in the north. Do you know, I thought the the Dorne storyline was the most boring part of the show, so I don't know if I want to live there anymore. Actually, I think the north seems a bit of excitement up there anyway. Yeah, a lot of stuff good going on. But I thought in Dorne, like there's lads fucking riding all over the place, and everyone's a, everyone's a sexy bastard, and mm. it just all seems very liberal and a lot of cool shit happening, and everything looks beautiful, and it's all you know, looks great, and everyone is fit and well, and you know, it's all very olive oil and, and yeah. pizza pasta, and <laughs> like I think I think that they didn't do it justice, and a lot of people oh, yeah, say that, just, that from yeah, the no, books, like just, they didn't do it justice. Yeah, that you know? is all it all it was. Just because you you had said that uh, you know it seemed like this could be art. This is just a different a, a different age yes, of man yeah. or whatever. Do you think what are the possibilities within the world we actually live in that there was this old age? Oh, absolutely. You think it's oh, it's an absolute certainty that there was the age of heroes with dragons. And absolutely, all? really, absolutely. Okay, dragon glass is diamonds, man. Think about it. <laughs> like. Right. 
in our Anunnaki episode, they talk of these ancient uh, ancient civilizations and stuff. If you're talking about like 8,000 years of history, all you have to do is look to China, mm. you know? There's fucking uh, 10,000 year old tablets wrapped in like uh, uh, lamb felt and fucking uh, straw buried in the ground in, in Mesopotamia in ancient Sumer. Yeah, yeah. And they pulled them out of the, out of the ground and they're more than 10,000 years old and they have fucking like shit that people forgot for nine and a half thousand of those 10,000 years yeah. about astronomy, about course, yeah. uh, uh, science, medicine. I mean, you like, look, there's stuff directly, Game of Thrones was directly inspired by that we've forgotten how to do. So like, like Valyrian steel is based on, is it Damascus steel that the Greeks made? Or Damascus steel? I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Some it special type, type of folding. Special type Same of steel. Same in the Highlander. When you're talking about Highlander, yeah. those guys made he made it like uh, Japanese dudes making weapons that are fucking yeah, yeah. impossible. Yeah, but now and like now we have no idea how to. We can't replicate that yeah. steel. And the same even like wildfire. Like we we I think we even talked about it in like the Peak Oil episode yeah. <laughs> about Greek fire. Yeah. The Greeks use and again it's something that's they don't know how they done it. They they can't replicate exactly yeah. what they would have done. So we have lost all that like there's loads of knowledge that we've lot lost a lot of knowledge as well as like like the alchemy and the, this kind of stuff yeah like there's there's etchings and they say that they're you know whatever there's there's etchings of like helicopters and tanks and cars and stuff on, on 10,000 year old walls yeah, that could have just been some guy that was just bad at drawing a bird yeah but at the same time it looks like a fucking Black Hawk helicopter it looks like someone came and told him this is what this thing is like <laughs> it's look it up folks it's pretty like it's pretty there you know and a lot of stuff that is in all the religions is all very, very similar and could be a thing that's only a couple of hundred years old. That's, yeah. I mean, sure. There's books that are a lot older. There's stories from civilizations that are a lot older. Like what the Hindus know and what these ancient peoples like that have been situated in a place for hundreds of years and they have this oral tradition of passing down these stories and they tell these stories and it looks like, yeah, there's been fucking people here since forever, the first men. And a Russian scientist called Ernst Moldashev actually went and started doing these like um, uh, experiments on people's eyes. And he, he ended up finding, like we talk about this in our Anunnaki episode as well on those conspiracy guys, if you want to go listen to it in more detail. Uh, he does this, he was an eye doctor and he wanted to cure blindness in, in people in developing countries. And he managed to like look through this genetic thing to find out a, a, a cure for this congenital blindness in people who are living in these uh, third world countries you know they're getting cataracts all the time and as young kids and you're like yeah, what the fuck yeah. is going on you know like sick as hell and shit and he traced eyeballs all the way back to like Tibet and he says against like some kind of um, uh, like sociological or, or anthropological knowledge that we came from like the cradle of life in, in Africa and you know we all came from black people and blah 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 mm. Uh, he says that there's actually like an artificial implant in the DNA that was changed and he could tell exactly when and where it was. And it was in Tibet and he, he went to Tibet to try and find it. And that's why, you know, on those Tibetan like necklaces, you see that weird eye, Do you know, the, the, the Tibetan eye and it has like yeah, a weird yeah, thing yeah. and there's like three little like curly lines coming out from the bottom of it and it has like weird, a weird eyebrow. And that's the eye shape, you know, that has magical powers and, um, he thinks that there's aliens and or, or a, like ancient civilizations, something akin to a White Walker, or mm. you know, like giants. There, there are uh, there are accounts of things called the Nephilim, yeah, yeah, which are actual real life giants or whatever, and they could be like some kind of uh, 
uh, alien descendants. Anunnaki as well. Like there's all these stories of three, like two men and a woman, uh, all through the different ancient religions. And these were Enki and Enlil, uh, the two lads who were descended from the king of, of uh, Nibiru or whatever, the, 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 the lord of Nibiru. Like all of these things are all written down and they could be a heap of shit. Or they couldn't because a lot of the things are kind of like, oh yeah, that's what that is. But then you know? I suppose how, like, they're written down for what reason? Because, like, think in 8,000 years or, well, more than that, maybe. Someone fi- if someone finds a book of Game of Thrones, exactly. like, this is our history. Yeah, because they're very much written, like, yeah. it's just a narration. It is very interesting that every culture, cultures that hadn't met for the thousands, separate for thousands of years, all created the dragon. Yeah. Which, and, and all. I absolutely believed that there was, there was dragons. There had to have been. The, and what's funny is because typically, even though in Game of Thrones it's got two legs and wings, but typically a dragon has like four legs and wings, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Because when you make up a creature, you tend to base it on stuff you've seen. An evolutionary, any creature that has wings, they give up two limbs. Limb, they give up the front two limbs, the front yeah. two limbs for their wings. Whereas, like it seems like well, that's the appendage. Then they use that for, to perambulate, like a yeah, bat yeah. or a, or a uh, like a. Um, yeah, but I mean, so the idea that like, well, it's just because a, a lot of people say, ah, well, a dragon's just something you'd naturally would make up. But it's funny, they all make it, made it up in the same way that it kind of went against yeah. what you would see in evolution. Well, like there are more, much more serpentine dragons from like the Asian perspective. Yeah, where they yeah. seem much longer and they have the face of a dog rather than of a lizard. And then you get the yeah, Western yeah. version, which hasn't got the front. I think, arms. yeah, like realistically. It's more like a Tyrannosaurus Rex than it is yeah. a dragon or whatever. Yeah. Realistically, I think what probably happens is when they do create, it's based on whatever creatures they would fear. Like, so it's like if you're from a cult, if, if you've got fucking, if there's yeah. snakes, you're going to create and be more serpent-like. And you mentioned the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. I do imagine if you're an ancient civilization, or not even ancient, but like Middle Ages. And you find a big T-Rex skull yeah, in the you, ground. Yeah, you assume. You're like, what the fuck is this yeah, thing? Yeah, like, sure. that, that's a dragon. But sure, people don't even know, like, you know, the, the guys who study dinosaurs or whatever, they still don't know if dinosaurs had feathers or not. And it quite po- they quite possibly could have. They don't know how their skin looked. Was it scales? Like, they found imprints in rock that would suggest that it would be scales. But they've also found some that have feathers, you know, like... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ipsidocus or whatever you know the ones that in that are running they look like emus yeah well even like, like they had big plumage and stuff Velociraptor yeah. would have been more more like closer a bird. to clo- yeah. and closer to even a chicken specifically yeah um, but you take like what, what's interesting so going back just going and back to eat them yeah well they're trying to, their plan is to reverse engineer uh, a chicken they might be able to create a raptor yeah they've gotten more, to the point they've gotten to the point where they can they can make the teat. Chicken teeth. T- chicken teeth, similar to what I think a raptor would have had. So wow. that's how close they are to re-engineering a raptor. It'll be a very different Jurassic Park, though. Like very like different. Little fucking what? feathery dinosaurs. Yeah. But no, yeah, well, just you think about the, like the myth of the dragon. Like, it, think of like a an older civilization uh, mining for diamonds. And as they're mining, they find the skeleton of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. And then they continue mining. And then there's a, met- they don't know what methane is. And then there's a methane explosion and it kills a bunch of people <sighs> yeah. in a mine. And you're like, dragon, dragon. This is one of the dead ones, but there's obviously the light, the, the ones still living are further down. That's genius. Um, but that's what I was saying. You, you find like a Tyrannosaurus Rex head and then you put skin on it in your imagination yeah, yeah. and turn it into like a winged fire breather. Yeah. Because, you know, 
That's what I'm saying. Those those anthropologists, they don't know if dinosaurs had wings or not because they don't know what skin they had, but they can see their bones. So if a dude, like from, you know, thousands of years ago, finds a Tyrannosaurus rex, he's like, a dragon. I also like the fact that wherever you live, the idea that wherever you live, that's what you're going to make it look like. So in China, they're afraid of the snake, so they make the more serpentine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, In our werewolf episode, we talk about that where werewolves are traditionally French and Dutch. Mm. And then they moved to, when they kind of colonized North America, that wolf uh, imagery bonded with the uh, Native American skinwalkers who also idolized the wolf as a, as a kind of a, yeah, yeah, an yeah. evil entity or whatever, or with a spiritual entity that could be, that could do evil things. And where wolf was made, like a, a person can turn into an animal or a person reverts to their animalistic state. Yeah, yeah. In Africa, they have them as like wear, uh, wear monkeys, wear lions, wear hyenas, like all the African animals. Yeah, in yeah. China, they have wear bears, and and yeah, so it's whatever and, animal you have. Wear tigers, and it probably follows the pattern of like I, I without I, I'm just guessing here, but I bet you in each of those countries, that's the animal that. Kills the most people, or, or probably is the biggest carrier of rabies. Yeah, something like and that. And you get yeah. like you know yeah. the rabies virus kind of makes people turn quite animalistic. Yeah. Like it could be. There's lo- sick- there's loads of stuff we talk about uh, in the werewolf episode as to why it's wolf and why it's like a human turns into that. But like in India, there's more tigers. So whenever you say like, oh yeah, he's a were tiger, because yeah. the tigers are more prevalent. You know, I could see how that dragon thing seems to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the sort of, I think the the main sort of dragon that you see in most fiction is kind of somewhere, it's a mix between a a lizard or just a snake, a hawk and a lion, like a kind of... Like a griffin type. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that was always the way, like, they they would smash together animals to go like, it's a mystical creature. Like, the Greeks were always great at that, like, making up... Or maybe the dragons just were real and they were so fast. They flew all over the world and everybody just saw the exact same. There was just a certain few and they just saw them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love I love Skyrim. I love the, the lore of Skyrim where you're the yeah the, the, the dragonborn born. and all that stuff. I thought that was... I still never, and I'm sure I still that influenced George R. R. Martin and his... Because I've seen some similarities in storylines. Oh, yeah. I think they're both... It's more both Skyrim and Game of Thrones are both inspired by the same... Like other fiction that's yeah, the yeah. same, like... Because um, so. the, the Game of Thrones is kind of like it's very token esque, but then like just trying to subvert it is kind yeah. of the idea. I'd say I wouldn't survive. <laughs> I wouldn't survive in Game of Thrones. I'd be good. I'd be loyal. I, I I'd like to think I'd do a bit of little fingering, <laughs> but I'd probably be more Samuel Tarleyan. Yeah, I think like that's to the keep easiest. Everyone on side and it's the easiest uh, course. Or it well, could be the hardest put, course. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, like Sam, Sam is going to be a big part of season. Yeah, eight. and Sam, like, I mean, he's, he's the man who's bringing he's the fucking info. He's one of the only people. Him and Jon Snow, two of the only people to kill a White Walker up until, well, actually, still. Huh? Like Sam is like the 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 hero's journey, like big time, like perfectly, you know, uh, ousted by his father. His father's now dead, along with his brother. It's like, you mm. know, he's an outcast, sent to the wall. You know, he's a weak piece of shit, and now he's like. <laughs> Well, he was, and he was crying on the fucking top of the wall, meeting John and being like, I'm so cold up here, John. And then the next thing he's fucking killing white walkers and fucking bitches. And he was the first of the, of the, the night's watch to like have sex with a girl in hundreds of years. And you're like, go on, Sam. Yeah. 
and yeah, well, he killed the White Walker. That's the the main part. Yeah, but, I think uh, that's pretty impressive, man. He's, he's well read. He cured dragon scale. dragon skin. In in a matter of hours, it seems. Yeah, which was because he, he reads he's books done a lot and he's firsts. he's willing he's willing to do stuff that not a lot of other people are willing to do. Like he's willing to do the forbidden ritual. He also didn't he? need to fast travel. We actually saw him. On, yeah, <laughs> in the carriage. Like it's mad. That's fucking fast travel. I think it's mad. No, I don't think I'd survive. Like, would you survive? Um, it the well. I've got one more. Which which religion would you follow in it? Oh Christ! Because you got the the old gods. The fate of the seven or the Lord of Light. They're the three religions in it. I'm just curious. Which. The old gods means what now? That's like the fate of the seven is like the new. That's the the mother, the servant, the slave, the savior. The the, the old gods are the the children of the forest one. Yeah, I probably do that one. Yeah, yeah. I like that one, but then I was thinking just from watching. I was only thinking of it during the the Lord of Light is good, man. You see, yeah, no, I was talking to that with my it's, housemate before, that, and he made the point that like the the Lord of Light is the only one you've seen evidence of being real. Yeah. So, like, of course you got to go with that. One. I would imagine so. Yeah, he brought the lads back from the dead. Yeah, like. yeah. And it might not. It seems like quite quite satanic, which is kind of cool. Um. Yeah, but we went through that whole thing on our uh, Nazi occult episode about. Like is Satan actually that bad? It's not. Oh, yeah, it's the. Well, I think that isn't it's a, just bad PR. Lucifer translates yeah. to Lightbringer. Like I think that's directly what the Lord of Light refers to. Yeah, we talked about it in our um, Illuminati episode as well. Illuminati get a bad rap, but those were just some fucking German guys who didn't want to go with the status quo. They were just like, "I do whatever the fuck I want." Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a smart guy. I want to. I want to get smart. I want to stay smart. I don't want to be dumbed down. And people were like, "Oh, Illuminati!" Do you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if I would survive. I think I could, I think I'd make it out of like the first two seasons. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's it. I'd go off somewhere where no one was fighting. Well, the thing is, I, I suppose wouldn't taking any wars, it depends man. on what you, like if you're highborn or nobleborn, you're going to be, somebody's going to be trying to assassinate you or whatever. If you're, if you're just a peasant, if you're just on your own, it's just a matter of luck, whether yeah. you meet a cunt on the road or whatever. Yeah. Um, you could you could be able to life escape is, by, seems less valuable there, but there oh is yeah. there's no police as such. No, like I mean, once if you're out of a, a city, it's just every man for himself kind yeah, of thing. Kinda. If they can, like if, if if it becomes known that you've like killed somebody or that, you could be punished if a Ned Stark finds you. But the chances of that of you ever been caught for a crime or so slim there that yeah. you could you could actually like go off and just make a little family and grow your own food and hunt and you know farm a few animals yeah, and that's and, what a lot of people would do yeah. and that's what people a lot of people done in medieval times yeah. like and we see that just when, band together in small little groups and make little villages and yeah we see that when like Arya and the hound are traveling like he'll they meet like just a family just living yeah. in and they bring them in and give them food or whatever or like, you can see it when man's raider had all the people like they had their little settlement yeah uh, when the walkers were coming or when the not the walkers but the bald you know the baldy lads the, remember when Remember when they came, they were still alive, but they were working for the White Walkers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were just, yeah, like they were the... Mercenaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they came and they fucked out all the people out of the out of the villages and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. And you see, they were just little kind of like the Shire kind of shit. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think I would survive the Game of Thrones in the sort of... Is in the political yeah, game I, I, that I Cersei and them it. and... Because I don't think I, I could, I don't think I could like plan a red wedding or anything like that. 
But do you think like Arya was only a young girl? Like, did she have the skills? She just had to fucking learn. Like, I guess you know. I don't know how Sam is staying so big. I'd say you get well. I say where he was went, you get well fled. Yeah, yeah. you probably yeah, but in the up in, up in the north, I'm not sure. I would only hope that I would get skinnier uh, <laughs> if I was if I was living in Game of Thrones land. I think if I get skinnier, it'd be a lot easier because you could survive a bit better and chopping down trees and. You know, making firewood. Yeah, but if you're up north, you'd want to keep on the way to keep keep warm, keep yourself warm. Like, yeah, you'd have to have it like running from those. Like when those fucking whites start running for you, you might regret it. But I don't know. I, I think keeping warm might be the. Is there anything um, you think you you should pack into your your bug out bag for going for a trip to Westeros? Dragon glass, dragon glass, absolutely, and um, Valerian steel. If you can yeah, get it. Yeah, you but, can't get that very much. Yeah. See, I would probably go where nobody else is going. I'd probably go off and try to get to Valeria. Yeah, or wait until the White Walkers all breach. Wait till they all breach the wall. Let the them pass is, you and then you sneak back in and you just go and live beyond the wall. Yeah, but they're only... They're, like, what is beyond the wall? Do we find that out? Like, what is up there? Is it something that's like it's it gets sunnier again? Is there another side of the equator? Like... They're only going to destroy Westeros. They're not going to Essos. They're not going yeah. anywhere else. They can't get across. So obviously it's not it's not connected up at the top. The like we is, don't see the rest of the map. The only thing is with that, we, they've not been able to swim. They, they're a fun, they have like the White Walkers themselves are functioning sort of have a hierarchy and stuff. Yeah. I can just see them getting a ship. I don't think the the rest of the world is safe from them just because they can't swim. I think they can still get on a boat and sail across. Yeah, you think? Oh, definitely. I think I don't think we'll ever see that, but I think realistically, like, because isn't the idea is that, that the world could be at, at risk here? Like, mm. why couldn't they get a boat? Like, why? why I suppose why, why couldn't they? Um, I never thought of that. I only thought of it right now. So, yeah. <laughs> I just think I just think like, why are they only coming down through Westeros? Why are they not like? Is there no joint between that and Essos uh, up up north? Is there not? Yeah, like is there not a north to Essos? No, like um, sees on the map like it doesn't seem like there is. No, yeah, it's very. It's a lot. It's wider. It's more like. But I'd love to know what's up there. I'd love to know what's above. I think there's something. I I don't know if there's like how much more. Like I don't think there's like hidden land. But I imagine there's something like the Dark Tower or so. You know, Mm. there's some vortex. You know, I, I feel like there definitely is something up there that's more important that we will find out about. Maybe not in six episodes. Fuck's sake. But maybe That'd in the really book. Annoying. I don't know. In the book, hopefully. I hope the cunt doesn't die. I think a lot of people will uh, read the last book after. Like, they might not go back and read them all, but yeah. I think they'll want to. Just to, to find take, out. Yeah, and just because there'll be more explanation. But they have to wrap like, it up now in six episodes. They have to wrap it up, and someone's going to sit in the throne at the end, right? Uh, they're talking about doing like spin-off series and they're I think talking they're talking about, about doing prequels prequels yeah, yeah. way back when doing the Aegon Targaryen yeah. story and which I, I don't think they'll do that because that'll require so much more money than Game of Thrones yeah but they don't mind if people are watching it I think the reason they like reduce the episodes might be budgetary because people are still yeah. watching it people are still watching it but like they, it still costs like 10 million an episode yeah but what's 10 million though really like when you're talking about what, what Netflix is throwing at Netflix put out almost seven billion dollars this year on new new intellectual property yeah. acquisitions. Yeah, but did her. you see the shit that Kathy Bates is in? She's in a fucking a three camera 
uh, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, what's it you... called? A fucking uh, what are those lads? The Big Bang yeah, Theory version of a weed but, but shop, the and it's shite. And she's they're all paid a fortune, like six billion they paid out. Yeah. So Netflix. Well, have just have take... you seen Have you seen the Dragon and Iron Fist? No. It's just a dark room, and you just see two red eyes. They don't want to spend money. They they don't spend the money. Game of Thrones spends on stuff. Yeah, but if they knew that a hundred million investment out of six billion, I mean, like, I don't know if we even need to argue this. I think the fact that they have reduced the episodes is evidence that, and the fact we don't see the dragons a whole lot, and like the dragon will fly in, drop uh, Daenerys, and then fly out of frame, so they don't have to spend the money. I think like they definitely are think afraid that's, of spend- beca- that's because of piracy. Like, what do you mean? Like to have. All the eyes in the world is on Game of Thrones. Everyone's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But no one's paying the subscription fee to oh, HBO. Oh, yeah, no, it could, that could but be the reason why. But people either. are paying the subscription to Netflix, so Netflix has the money to spend on it. And they're able to, to be able to give them, uh, you know. So wait, what are we saying? That Netflix will do the Game of Thrones prequel? They very well could, yeah. They have they the could. money. I, I don't know if they do have the money. Like, that's, it's such a they huge sp- budget. They spent seven billion. That's 7,000 million. 7,000 million. All they have to do is take 100 I, million honestly, of Honestly, I thought that's just what they were in debt. <laughs> like, no, 7 billion they paid out. But on what? On, on new shows to be made. But that's, so on... Buying licenses for shows, p- putting so money on production. Ser- yeah, but that's, their, so that's what they spent on their entire service, essentially. Uh, yeah. But they haven't gone anywhere near putting 100 million into a show. Like, they might... I'd want to. Ch- I'd double check the facts, and I don't know about what the mo- what the most money was spent on developing a show. I don't think any of them would be a hundred million. I think they might. Co- it might get to the point where it'll do that in the movies, like they're they're doing that Scorsese movie, and I'm sure that will be. Well, look at this, man. I put it to you this way, right? Check this shit out. You ready for this? Ready right. for these numbers, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. If it's ten million an episode for Game of Thrones, and they're getting the amount of people that they're getting to watch Game of Thrones on HBO. Which is which is like twenty three million a week. Yeah, but it's infinitesimal compared to how many people watch Netflix, right? Yeah. So they're getting twenty three million eyeballs, right, on HBO, and then probably three or three or four hundred more million worldwide on other services like streaming platforms and torrents and stuff like that. Right? Torrents mainly, yeah. So if each episode is ten million, and that's a good episode, like Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think it's around that either way. Like so. If they were to make a season of 10 episodes, it's 100 million. They paid Dave Chappelle $60 million yeah. for almost four hours of just stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah. So they can surely fucking f- f- lash out 100 million to make 10 episodes of a super mega, like, blockbuster-style, uh, uh, super popular, very in-demand TV show. Is the only thing I'd say to that? Is then why happened they? Because they're too they're 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 waiting to get their Game of Thrones. They actually have their Game of Thrones. They uh, bought the rights to the Watcher, or, yeah, right, or cool. the Witcher. Is it the, the Witcher? Witcher? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So the, the four novels of that. So I guess we'll see how that does. I'm sure it's going to be amazing because Game of Thrones is kind of ruining let's ru- ruining its reputation by steaming towards the finish line right now. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that there there are like Netflix like super duper hits. Yeah, Do you know, like Ozark but nobody's arguing. Is, is yeah, brilliant. but nobody's arguing with that. Yeah, like. but I'm saying if they were to go in and buy that, like, like um, AMC's The Walking Dead is not AMC's anymore. Do you know they couldn't afford to keep it going, but they knew that it was a valuable property, so it was bought. Do you know they have other shows like uh, 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 
Better Call Saul was AMC for the first season. It was Netflix funded for the second season because they couldn't afford to keep it going. They weren't willing to spend the money on it, thinking, oh, maybe it will, maybe it won't. I thought they just co-financed them. Like it's. What I'm saying is Netflix put extra money into these yeah, things yeah. if they're doing well. And I wouldn't see why Netflix wouldn't go, here, come here, Game of Thrones is over HBO, yeah. C- can we have the IP? We're going to fund the prequels. We're going to fund other stuff. Yeah, but I'd like now I'd say... There is money like Game of Thrones will probably never end up on Netflix because it's it's owned by Warner Brothers and like nothing from H, like no HBO program yeah, has ever yeah, been yeah. on Netflix for that for that reason alone. But I think with a show like it, like The Witcher, they'll have yeah. success. The but I don't think there'll be I don't think they'll pump as much money in as Game of Thrones. Right. But the main point about all that was because we got way sidetracked is that if they're going back and doing the prequel with Aegon Targaryens reign. You are talking, you're not talking 100 million a season. You're talking three, four, five hundred million. Like, that's yeah. huge. Like, he rides in, like, episode one would be a man riding in on a fucking the biggest dragon the world has ever seen. Yeah, I guess. Like, it's just. The Battle of the, at the War of the Five Kings and. I think what they probably do prequel wise is go do Robert's Rebellion where there's no magic and stuff. I'd yeah. say they want to take down the budget. Like, because they're planning, they want to make money. They want to make compelling TV, but they don't want, they don't like spending that much money, surely. Yeah. You see, they got lucky though as well that none of their actors became stars. Like, no, there was no... Uh, Standard superstar. Yeah, there was nobody getting like two million an episode or yeah, that. Because yeah, yeah. you take like fucking Dexter, Michael C. Hall was taking like 2.5 million an episode. Yeah. If they had that on Game but of Thrones. But only Tron. after season three or four though. Yeah, but like now we'd get to that at Game of Thrones. I think with Game of Thrones, yeah. nobody tries to pull their weight because they're like, they can kill me off. Amelia Clark is probably the most successful. Like she's been in Terminators. She's been in... One of the shittiest films I've ever seen. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're still blockbuster stuff. Like, there's nobody else really... Yeah, but I don't think it didn't do well. Like, she didn't become a star out of No, like, I know, yeah. But Kit Harrington as well is like Mark for Greatness and... Yeah, you know, yeah. These kind of guys. And then, of course... T- I think t- um, Peter Dinklage yeah, Peter has probably Dinklage. done the best. Like he's he's probably the most like decorated actor. Yeah, like, he has the most amount of roles or whatever. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, I I think there's a big because uh, he's fu- there's he's a big really market for too. Sophie Turner and for uh, Maisie Williams. Like they're only young. Like Maisie Williams. Well, Sophie has, Turner like is doing pretty well with yeah. the. She's got another franchise. <laughs> like so, and. Uh, uh, you want to play as Brienne of Tart what's her name Christ- Christabel no what's her name again I don't know I oh like Gwendolyn uh, Gwendolyn names, so. Christy I knew it was Christy something <laughs> Gwendolyn Christy who plays Brienne of Tart like she got the Star Wars she got a bit in Star Wars you know so they're all getting a little bit um, obviously like Aidan Gillen plays Littlefinger like he's in he, he's uh, always working he's an, he's an actor's actor mm. um, he might not be like super duper star but he'd be in like character actor in in big movies and stuff like that but you know Sean Bean obviously is Sean Bean but I like the way yeah that there's no yeah but they they, they just superstar they got lucky that nobody blew up like yeah because there's a few that easily could um I think it's like a lot of the I like Ewan Rion the the guy who plays um uh, the Battle of the Bastards what's his name Uh, chops off Tion's Willy Bolton Ramsey Bolton I like him He's great. And yeah, he was in Misfits and he was in a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Like I really like, like he's great in that. Yeah. Like anybody that could come in after Joffrey and be a bigger cunt. Like, like you, you kind of, you miss the days of Joffrey when you're watching yeah. how horrible Ramsey was. Would you, would you be able to go through what Theon went through? No fucking chance. Like how cruel was it to bring in the hookers and be all like, 
they will get the ride and then he got the horn and he's like well, now it's nice and big we'll yeah. chop it off and you're like yeah no I mean like the only way you survive that is like the, when he takes a, he, he takes away the opportunity for you to end it yourself like yeah. that's the like because Tion just had to live through it yeah um, no who who the fuck could live through that horrible ordeal yeah. And yet, when all was said and done, I was still like, well, Tion's still a fucking little rat. And I don't know why Jon Snow really forgave him. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, Jon Snow's got to be the good guy. Yeah, but he's still like, he, uh, a lot of this is his fault. Yeah. Did you ever think that uh, Jorah Marmont would get to shift uh, Daenerys? Do you think he might get real thick with Jon Snow when he sees them together? Oh, he definitely will. Of course he, he will. Like, he, Do you think he'd betray them? I don't know. I think he might be too too much of a of a cook at this point. Yeah. He came back and he was like, "I'm back for you, my queen." Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh my god!" He's and then like, John Snow comes over and goes, um, "Dude, do you want to?" It's so step back? like I like that character, I, I, but like he's so pathetic in his devotion to one person. Yeah, when like it's not necessary. It's, it's not necessary, and it's not really reciprocated. Like. It, like she's they're, they're friends like it's but he's like he's very much into friend zone and doesn't seem happy about it yeah it reminds me of a line from the new rick and marty episode uh rest and relaxation oh i haven't seen it yet yeah it's really good marty says to to uh the girl he likes in school she's like uh you know are you gonna come back like why why did you like me all this time or why do you think i like you and, and yeah and marty goes uh, it's because, you know, I loved you so much that you didn't even have to love me back. That's why I can't be with you now is because like I debased myself, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like, we've not, it's not like, oh, we've all been there, but we've all like had that girl that we like, or that guy that we're like, oh man. And, and no matter what they do and they're a fucking asshole and you still, they don't even love you and you still love them. And you kind of can, yeah. I kind of feel for Jorah. Like I'm like, I know. I, I still feel for him, but like it's the fact he's got a history. Up. No, but I'm also like yeah. at where I am now, which is like way That's further it, like, on. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking nearly fifty. Like, get yeah. a fucking grip on yourself. Yeah. Go After and, the Grace Gales, it's yeah. He's like, I came back to you, my queen, and she's oh, like, Yeah, God. come here. Will you go away again? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And also, Straight away, it's not he's even, like, oh, for fuck's It's the sake. fact that he has a habit of it. Like the whole reason he was like went he went into exile is because he went broke because he took a younger bride who wanted all these nice things. He spent a, spent a fortune on her, then had to like do dirty deals yeah. to get money, Stung. and then was exiled. It was like all for the love of another woman who didn't love him. Like it's it, it's consistent in the character, at least. That's true. Yeah, and I tell you who I do miss, and this is where I go. If I got to go to to Westeros, I miss Igrit. Yeah, she was saucy. She was sassy. I'd stay in that cave. She's a bit of crack. I just stay in the cave with her. I just yeah. be like, "Come on, we go up here." Then never mind this fucking shite. What the fuck? Or I go into High Garden to uh, Marjorie Targary or Marjorie uh, uh, Tyrell and just be like, "Come on, yeah, say nothing." She'd probably spit in my face. But yeah, you never know, man. Not, I'm not saying I wouldn't enjoy could, that either. Yeah. <laughs> you could have, you could have some sway. And I, no, I liked her as a person as well, like as a character. It's oh yeah, she was, she was yeah. awesome. She knew how to play the game. Her and her, her grandmother. I wonder will we get to see the Isle of uh, what's it called? 
where uh, where Miss Ande is from. She's gone back there now, isn't she? Is that where she's gone? Did she travel back? I I, I don't know. She wasn't in the last couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grey Worm is missing her big time. Uh, so whatever island that she's from. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of another character. Sorry, no, no, I thought no, you were talking yeah. about the red. No, Miss Andre is the is the the translator. Yeah, for yeah. sorry, the queen. Yeah, the island of Nat. I think it's called. So she right. has like a bunch of. Uh, uh, she was taken as a slave or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like Nat could be like uh, Mauritius. Oh, you know, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. And it has those people and they're kind of of their own. Uh, ethnic origins and stuff like that and then she they're just all super intelligent and talented and then you just like and just got took and so is know. that somewhere that's where you'd like to I'd go? like to go and see I like in the show I'd like to see what Nath yeah. looks like you know yeah you see it's and it's de- we're definitely not going to see that because like yeah. how could you fit in or, or, my, or my favorite character I think he'd be in my top three anyway is Varus oh I love Varus yeah, like yeah. he's so cool I'd love to see where he comes from and what I want to see him on the Iron Throne. Like, like where's his prequel? I want to see his prequel. Do you know? Yeah. Like, how he was a young man, how he came to be, like, his little birdies, like, how yeah. did he get there? How was he eunuched? I love, like, he's, he, I love how fucking brave he can be, too, like, yeah. when he's talking to the But he's righteous. He is oh, righteous. Yeah, and he is one of those, like, chaotic goods. He is, yeah. so, he, he, he's, everything yeah. he does is for the betterment of the world. Yeah. And it seems like he's really evil and snipey and all. And I think, like I could try and be like that, I think. And I think Jamie gets put under the painted with that same brush too. Like Jamie, yeah. with the exception of you know, pushing a child out the window, fairly bad form. Yeah, but like, he had the but, horn. He was just like, wait. Yeah, like trying to get me people nuts make off. mistakes. Yeah. but for the most part, he acts purely out of either love, love for somebody else, yeah. or for the greater good of Westeros. Yeah, like he does very little in that show for himself. Now he does, yeah. At the start, he was a little bit kind of selfish, and and then he was captured. And from, even, from the time he was captured, that was it. But even we find out that that wasn't. We, we kind of think he that, was being manipulated, we, I suppose. But we find, yeah, because we find out that that wasn't necessarily true because the stuff that happened before this show starts yeah. was done out of uh, like the benefit of well, King's Landing particularly. Yeah. Like he, he got like branded the Kingslayer for his whole life yeah because he, he killed him to save he went he was yeah and it was it, well he didn't do it for him or for the Lannisters he'd done it because he knew the Mad King was going to kill everybody in King's Landing like yeah. you know he he essentially he saved his city from a nuclear bomb and was told he was the traitor yeah. because of it and he and, but never told anybody he never felt he didn't want to be the hero he yeah it is he done it purely to save the people not to be the hero or anything yeah. It's very like like him and that's why like him and Jon Snow are kind of like they don't want to rule they don't re, they're not really playing the game they're just kind of forced into it because of their family and how they grew up it's, yeah you would it's wonder, interesting yeah. you would that's the who I'm looking forward to seeing reunite Bran and Jamie that's going to be an awkward conversation I'd say he know Bran knows everything anyway oh yeah yeah but even like yeah it's just going to be funny I'd say it'll just play it for comedic value as well. You'll see him in, in a window or something like that. Yeah. Jamie'd be like, nice wheels. Well, you know, if he didn't do it, Brandon yeah. got the vision. Like, thanks for pushing me out of the window, yeah. cunt. Um, so neither of us would really survive this. Absolutely not. Yeah. There's no bacon. Thank God. I haven't seen any pigs in, in Game of Thrones. No bacon. I couldn't no do it. No internet. I mean... Everything's in crows. If I had a dragon, I'm sure I'd be grand. And I probably wouldn't go up nowhere to if I had a dragon. Like, cause, come on, you know what White Walkers are going to drive. I've been 
predicting that for for years that, that they, they were going to they were going to get a blue eyes white dragon. Yeah, yeah, not specifically blue eyes, but I guess that, nice that makes sense. Nice yeah. Um, we well, see what I thought. I it didn't think they'd kill the dragon, but I always assumed that it'd be coaxed into a battle somehow. Yeah. And and then they got chains from somewhere, which was amazing. They can't swim, and yet they somehow got under the ice and put the chains around the dragon. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we wouldn't survive Game of Thrones. No. But the the thing is, most people don't. Even yeah, the that's characters the thing. that have been in it, like most people, most people don't. So if Sean Bean can't do it, like, I'm not going to be able. Yeah, to do but it. I think I, I I think I could go until season three. Like, yeah, that's what. You, how far into it could you get? I would get about end of season two, maybe season three. Yeah, yeah. I and she started to go wild, two. like. When you're when you're going north of the walls, some shit's going down. Yeah, do you know, I'd probably be like the first to die when we go when y- they go yes. north at the end of season one, and then the first episode of season two. You last for the, the for the season break, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Um, and I'd be the I'd be the character that nobody that they'd be like, oh, he was kind of good, <laughs> but like they don't really care. <laughs> you wouldn't be on the panel at Comic Con. Yeah, like. yeah, it'd be like a bigger character would die in that same scene, yeah. and that would be the. Fall on your dead body. Yeah, yeah. Or it'd be like the character people love dies saving me. Yeah. And then people hate, hate, my, you. hate me. And so I'm just killed off three yeah. episodes. Or just ne- never spoken of again. Yeah, yeah like, like Gendry. Ed, like Ed Sheeran's yeah. fucking or bullshit. Gendry story. when he was just sent away and we didn't see him for five seasons. Oh, yeah. And then he's like working in the blacksmith. Yeah. He's back now, but I feel like we're not going to see him again anyway. We're not going to see him again. They needed again. him to run. Yeah, that he's written into. Who we don't have any of the, none of these guys look like they can run fast enough for this scene. Wouldn't be believable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody can fast travel. That it's like fast. Sean Connery. I have a I have a clause in my contract saying I never run. He has a the, con- yeah. Really? Yeah. That guy that you see in the Highlander running up the beach. Not Sean Connery. Not Sean Connery. Wow. I thought you were going to say he has a clause where he never has to put on an accent, even if he's... Play, like, <laughs> I think that's that's just in yeah. Sean Connery and not part of the contract. Yeah. Um, so that's it, I think. Uh, oh, but if, if you, once you get through a season, you're still doing better yeah. than, than poor old Sean Bean. By the time... If you're listening to this and you're like, I've never watched Game of Thrones, and you're like, I probably should, by the time you get through to the parts that we're talking about and have spoiled in this episode, you won't remember this episode. That's true, yeah. So start the season one, start watching... It is Whopper. It seems like some weird, like, you know, a, a period drama or something in the first, like, two episodes. Mm. It's good, man. It gets good. Some magic comes in. It's fantasy. It's... Go do it. Yeah. Absolutely. But, like, you never... <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so do you have anything you want to plug before we say goodbye? Um, I guess just the, the the live shows. I mean, you'd want to plug them as well, I guess. Yeah. There too. Yeah, I'll plug them from... in. From here on, they'll be plugged anyway. Yeah, we're we're doing a live show on the on the tenth of October with disaster artists and another fake newscast, and there are a couple of Amazon wish lists for gear. So if you want to see survival gear reviewed, uh, you can go onto those wish lists and send them over to us, and we'll use them in an actual simulated uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, survival environment. Uh, Very controlled. Of, surely, there's yeah. a lot of weapons in it. There's a lot of like, catapults, and we're going to use a bow and arrow. So there's some like cuddly toys there. I think they're like five or six euro. Uh, I want to get as many just of them as possible. No, just so, no, just so you can put them up on a, on something instead of having just like a piece of paper with with like a, a ten, a twenty, and a thirty on it. We can actually be like, oh yeah, look, I see a fox over there. Let's kill it, and it's like 
a, a cuddly tie of a fox in the bush and we have to hit it with a ball bearing and see right. if we can put a hole in it. <laughs> you know, like to make it a little bit more visually uh, appealing. Yeah, yeah. And um, if, you, if you liked how I talked about uh, movies or TV shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that and you want to get into it, I have another uh, show called White Press Play as well as those conspiracy guys and we try and take the hidden gems and the the, the lost uh, awesome movies from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, something you might have skipped over in a Netflix queue and uh, we tell you why you should watch it and we have an episode up with Misery mm-hmm. which is a Rob Reiner movie uh, starring Kathy Bates and James Caan with me and Johnny talking about it and there'll be another one coming up soon The Descent yeah, another one that could have easily been an episode of this. Absolutely, as and it still might be. But uh, we, yeah, that'll be coming out now in a few weeks on White Press Play. And there's other ones. Up That's there a good well, like, one because we both have very different. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we I both, didn't like it yeah. at all. Uh, we have like the Monster Squad and um, so, some other really good ones. Uh, Memento, you don't. Oh, Memento oh. with with Anthony Downs. Yeah, so really good ones. Go and check it out. White Press Play, and then obviously those Conspiracy Guys, which is a conspiracy podcast. Yeah, and uh, I, did you give a price for the live shows? Uh, it's 15 euros for the tickets. 15 you can euros. get them from Eventbrite or there are links on Facebook and Twitter. Basically anywhere online. I think they're on the Disaster Artists uh, Facebook and Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah. And we put them all up on yeah. the website and stuff too. They'll all be linked in the description of this. The whole lot. Um, so you can buy them and secure your place. There are limited tickets. So like, I don't know how many people are, are going to go. I like the way you uh, said that. It was like the uh, ads for the Fallout shelters in yeah, the Fallout games. Like, secure your place. Secure your place now. Like, I mean, we, we had this, a little show on the 14th of September and it sold out in like 72 hours. That's really good. So goal. just make sure you get one before they're gone. You know? How many tickets in total do you want to say? Uh, just a couple of hundred, but of hundred. we sold uh, yeah. you know, a few dozen in less than, less than 72 hours. So um, just make sure you yeah, yeah. click on it and get your thing now. Yeah, and there's yeah, cause there's going to be a bunch there, and like it's not just going to be live. Like you'll, I assume you'll there'll be a little meet and greet after or something like. Oh that. yeah, well we, the show is from seven to ten, and then there's like an hour and a half to just bop around. We do a few photos, have a bit of crack, talk some shite, uh, have a few drinks and a few smokes out the ga- smoking garden, and um, get high in the high garden. And um, there's, there's, it's like video uh, interaction. Uh, there'll be, it'll be streamed live for some of the Patreon folks as well for those conspiracy guys, Patreon guys. Uh, And then we'll have videos and stuff up uh, in a couple of months when the 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 hubbub has died down. But if you want to experience it live and ask questions and have part of the conversation, I mean, we're going to be, it's going to be pretty much like sixty forty. It's a forty percent audience interaction, uh, asking questions, shouting stuff up, suggestions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I really want to involve the audience because you know when you're listening to a podcast, it's it's kind of only a one way street. Yeah, that's it. When you're doing something outside of the, the studio, why, yeah. why don't you do stuff you can't possibly do in the studio? That's it. Well, I love doing live shows online because like you get the people. Like I do live shows on Appear dot in, yeah. and I do those like once or two or three times a month, maybe, and I have a really good crack. Like the fans come on, the yeah, yeah, theories, we fun. talk about current events and stuff. So, I mean, a live show with people in the room would be really good. And we've done, like, panels at Comic-Con, and we've done some some live appearance stuff, like, for the Open Minds Conference, and they were all, like, proper conspiracy heads, you know, a couple of hundred yeah, people, yeah, yeah. like, we're talking in front of. Uh, all that stuff is up on our YouTube channel as well, if you want to go see it. And, you know, this is going to be more just us, yeah, whatever the yeah. fuck we want to do, because... 
we're not at another conference where we have to mind our P's and Q's or mind our yeah, language yeah, yeah. or not say cunt a whole lot of times. So this is just us, whatever the fuck we want. Nice. And we're coming off the back of a crazy camp at weekend. Which, yeah. <laughs> we might it's have just such a bad idea to... Trench put, foot. To, like, <laughs> to That's the Scots, put. man. They... they they pushed for it. No, no, the camping trip's a great idea. It's a bad idea to do it all the same. <laughs> all the same that's week. what I said. It yeah. just, that's the way that the cards fell. Yeah. So, so we'll, come to all that stuff. Yeah, we'll see you there. Have a nice apocalypse.